Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Here we go, Dream Team, going forward. Six minutes past the hour. Our number's 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get in touch with you before the day is done. Looking forward to chatting with you. Don't forget, Fix Mama's Mouth is down to the three finalists. Time for you to vote, and you can do so by going to rickandbubba.com, clicking on the contest button. Uh, after your votes are tallied, uh, you will determine the winner of a $15,000 dental, uh, $1, dental makeover from Dr. Thomas Dudney and the gang. And uh, they've done a great job for us with this promotion for years now. Welcome back. There he is, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. So uh, we uh, had a great time with Moultrie last hour looking around the chaotic world and the country that we are living in. Uh, there's It's uh, almost too much to update, so we'll kind of do a uh, kind of across-the-board, kind of real general update as best we can. Uh, and, and it looks like where we are is we have – uh, you know, the new autopsy uh, that George Floyd's family and county officials release, and no surprise here, that's what we all kind of have been knowing from the beginning. I know the first autopsy kind of, we were kind of like, that sounds a little, you know, a little lighter than it should. But, and I saw the doctor being interviewed last night. Uh, he says, I look, I've looked at it. Uh, even I think the first doctor was saying it, he just wasn't saying it as straightforward. Uh, there's no question that George Floyd's death is tied directly uh, to the officer's conduct, and then we'll see what that what that turns out to be, and then you get into all the different uh, murder ones, murder, murder two, and, and murder three, uh, and and the the only way they're ever going to get to the murder one, and I think we need to understand this, is if they can establish what some people say maybe it can be, right. is that these two men knew each other in some way, shape, or form prior, and this officer had a vendetta personally against George Floyd, the man, and when he got a chance to kill him, he did. You know, and, and but now if it just turns out that he was just reckless and could, couldn't care again, w- the murder three is actually a terrible, terrible thing for anyone to be convicted of because it means you just were reckless and didn't care whether you killed anybody or not, and it ended up killing somebody, and uh, you got 25 years that you're going to a prison uh, if you're convicted. But um, the murder two, I don't think, will is in play, but one and three. No, I, I think um... – and again, I'm not a medical examiner, but I think I, I kind of had that one figured out before any of that was done. So no uh, doubt, no doubt. But that, you know, some of that was uh, semantics, and uh, really, uh, again, for them to have slightly different conclusions on that, I mean, it really doesn't matter. I think we all, at this point, uh, as as the due process is taking place, and people have had other videos involved, you see see what happened. Um, the uh, the thing, and Rick, I don't know either legal. I think uh, that probably you you might see this move to a murder two, mm-hmm. which would be intent to kill uh, after an altercation started or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, the murder three is almost a manslaughter, like it was an accident, and and I don't think that fully qualifies for this. But again, I don't know their laws in Minnesota. I don't know, and I'm certainly not a lawyer. I think for it to be murder one, you had to have a plan ahead of time that you executed and carried out, which would be possible if they prove that they knew each other and had some kind of disagreement. Yeah. The, so the, I, I don't know. Just to clarify, the murder three, and because I was watching this and, saw, and went through all of them, there was someone who weighed in on a conversation that's, that lives in Minnesota. Right. It says, in Minnesota, third-degree murder can be defined as homicide committed with the intention of causing bodily harm 
but not necessarily death. It can be a killing that results from indifference or negligence or recklessness. Statutes defining third-degree murder vary considerably from state to state. But in Minnesota, that's what it is. And unless they can come up with, you know, he knew him, it was premeditated, um, they're going to have a difficult time with that. But he still would be charged with what he actually did, right? Right, and uh, and then he would go to jail, and sadly, uh, you know, the, that that would still be it would still be justice. But I know it's not going to bring George Floyd back, and and it may not be, you know, you know, because we get that attitude, and I certainly understand it. Where you just burn with man, this guy needs to needs right. to be fried. Right. He needs to uh, death penalty, and we can't have people like this living in a civilized society. And I certainly understand all that, and uh, but but you also we can't come in. This is where our nation's really got to be careful right now with all the, the passion, which is certainly understood, and us not tolerating this kind of abuse of power by anybody in law enforcement, which also is good. But we have to be careful that we don't enter into this term lawlessness. Yeah. Uh, now, the anarchists want that to happen, and that's what they're doing. Uh, then you have your street criminals that are just looters, and they're looking for this is an opportunity for them to just steal, which is what, you know, th- this is a game plan for them. Uh, let's face it, nobody who's starving is stealing Gucci bags, okay? So so this is all business and, and, and grabbing, you know, uh, I don't know how we honor George Floyd, you know, with a stack of TVs. But but uh, so you've got anarchists, you've got looters and street criminals, and then you have protesters. Yeah. And, and the difficult thing for people in law enforcement, as we said yesterday, is all three of these people are, are standing around mixed into the same groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think where we're where we're going. So let's update the federal government. Yesterday, uh, President Trump said, "I will give to the states and to the cities everything you need to stop this with overwhelming force and to bring these cities under control and bring law and order back to." And that was the term he was used: law and order back to the cities. So then you get into the politics of it all. Why aren't these governors and mayors taking him up on that? So then you start thinking, if what the mayors and the governors are doing isn't bringing law and order, which, by the way, it isn't, then why would they not say, let's go to the next thing available to us that the federal federal government has to make available to us? Mm -hmm. And President Trump says, I am. And why are they not taking it? Now, maybe they will. I'm just, at this point, we don't see a lot of takers on that. No. And um, so I don't, you know, it's almost like you come to me and you say, Rick, I understand that you're sick. And I say, yes, I am. You say, well, I'm offering to you, you know, something that probably would make you well or you can keep taking this supplement that's not helping. Mm-hmm. And I say, I think I'm going to stick with the supplement. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't you kind of go, well, that, that, I don't – And you, like, well, people so, like are the you New- wanting to get well? Yeah. You know, it's, it's – like, And then you got people like the New York Attorney General saying that she'll take Trump to court because he's not a dictator to put military on the ground in New York to help stop – Right. All of no, well, he, he's not a dictator. Right. Uh, no, he's but not. But that's I mean, why it's not already done. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> right. That's, that's why you've had any of this. Right. Uh, that's why he said so, I'm making it available to you. But yeah. but you know, I, I guess 2020 has been the year we got to go back and, and read the Constitution again and uh, learn some of our uh, laws and how they came about. We do have a thing called the Insurrection Act. Yep. And it pretty much gives the president uh, dictator-like authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been used before. Uh, Last time was in 1992 by Daddy Bush, George H.W. Bush, in Los Angeles County when we had the riots there tied to the Rodney King case. Mm -hmm. Uh, He also used it in 89 when we had rioting in the Virgin Islands after Hurricane Hugo. 
So, and there's, like I said, there's quite a history of it. Um, Lyndon Johnson used it four different times, all tied to right. Chicago, 68, Baltimore, 68, Washington, D.C., 68, and 67 in Detroit. All of those rights. JFK used it twice uh, with desegregation orders in Alabama and Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower used it in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt used it in Michigan uh, with a race riot in 1943. Didn't know we had a race riot in I the middle either. of the I World War not. II. Uh, Woodrow Wilson has used it. Uh, Grover Cleveland used it. Rutherford B. Hayes used it. And Thomas Jefferson also used it as early as 1808. Now, what uh, one of the parts of this, if you read it, is that the local government uh, – they say should request the help, but that's not always the case. Right. Uh, the local government did during the Bush and Johnson uh, times that they, they actually asked the president to intervene. Uh, the local government did not when Kennedy and Eisenhower used it. And uh, Roosevelt, they did. Woodrow Wilson, they did. Grover Cleveland, they did in Chicago when they had the Pullman strike. So, you know, we have a we have a history, a long of, history. Of, of this. It's not something totally and both parties, of. and yeah. it's, it's both parties, oh, yeah. Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, and so, um, so that's uh, you know that's one of those things we'll probably learn about more here in the next in the coming days. So we'll come out. We'll continue to update on some of the things because I was I was noticing some things yesterday that you're like, okay, you're kind of getting down now because I know one plan is. Let everybody get it out of their system. Everybody will get tired of it. Then everybody will move on. Then you've got business owners going, you know, we went through a pandemic and we we're trying to get back on our feet, and this is destroying the economy again. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. One minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. So, updating uh, kind of where we are, and then we'll get to into some of your phone calls coming up at eight six six. We be big, and just like yesterday, we'll we'll definitely balance. We're not going to spend the entire show on any one topic, uh, no matter how prominent it may be, because I know people want updates and they certainly want to be able to talk and bet things out. But at the same time, you need a little break too, and that's why last hour we kind of gave away some prizes and spent some time with with Moultrie, but we certainly know this is the biggest story in the country. It seems to, by the way, successfully did what no one else could do, rid our country of COVID-19. So apparently COVID-19's gone. Yeah. Uh, so, I wish so, you would tell those running graduations, hey, open it up. <laughs> I know. Why? What, 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 are you, what are you worried about? But anyway, so and, and then we can get to calls. The thing that I saw yesterday is, is we're trying to, as you said, Bubba, we're all learning the Constitution. We're learning a lot about our country, and, and that part can be good. There's a lot of sad, difficult things to, to look at, uh, and we see the good side of our, our, of, what, of our country. We're seeing the bad side of it. We see the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. um, which is part of a fallen creation with a bunch of fallen people. But – when it comes to law and order and peaceful protest, um, we're, 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 I'm watching something right now, and I'm, and I'm concerned, and, and I want it to, to be, you know, to, to stay civil and everything, but we're kind of getting to a point where you ever had that thing where I'm just looking at you, and you're looking at me, and we're kind of looking at you, you're looking at me, and, and it's like, all right, one of two things is about to happen. 
and that is well, I'll say three, and I, I'm kind of pulling for the three. Hmm. Number the, in, in the third slot, that is everybody says what they need to say, they break what they need to break, everybody's done, everybody pulls back, everybody goes back into their lives, and we 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 get we get to due process. Uh, justice is served, and uh, the officer, if he is found guilty, as the evidence seems to point clearly that he should be, and then he's punished uh, to the highest level that the law allows, and then then we all learn what we needed to learn, and and we maybe maybe come out on the other end of this, you know, with with some good. Then there's there's the other two options, and one of them is that the anarchist and and the criminals. Um, which, by the way, I don't know why we keep thinking that's a black and white issue. I'm looking at these people; they are white, black, Asian. They're of, they're you know the the anarchists uh, represent the gamut of, of races. There's no they're not just one race. No, they represent uh, nobody's got the market on no. that. No. So when we talk about anarchists, that's not talking about African Americans. That's talking about any people involved in the anarchy part of it, uh, and that would also include the street criminals. Uh, they also come in all shapes oh, yeah. and sizes and colors. But uh, but anyways. Since they've decided to get in with the protesters, we saw some things yesterday which looked good, but I kind of agree with something I saw from Tucker Carlson, and he and I don't agree on everything, but we probably agree on most things. And uh, and he um, he was saying, you know, some of the reporters saying, well, we just had the, the officers here in this city, the protesters came up to them, and they were saying, you know, Neil, take a knee with us, take a knee with us. And they said, and then the the officers locked arms with them, and they took a knee, and and so that looked. You go, man, that that's 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 good. Until you think for a minute, do we really need to go down the road where the protesters begin to tell law enforcement what they what they should and shouldn't do? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want the the the? Then at some point, does that mean the rioters look up and say, okay, they're so afraid of being deemed mean now because of what this horrible person yeah. did? We kind of have the run of the place. Yeah. And uh, and and they take this this which I think is a step of trying to calm things, and they take it and they say, well, that looks like weakness to me. That doesn't look like law and order. And uh, so so who's in charge here? So either the people who are rioting and the street criminals, I'm not talking about the protesters, they become in charge of your city, or then here's the other scenario: then law enforcement has to say we got to do whatever we do we need to do to be in charge of the city and bring law and order back to the city. And I think those two, you know, I prefer the third one, that everybody gets done with it, everybody goes back to where we are, we've made our point, we broke our stuff, we, we got our voice heard, uh, sorry some of these other people got in here with us, and we all go back to, to you know, mending America on the other side of this. we got a lot going on in America. we got an economy that was destroyed by a pandemic. Now we've got an economy that is being destroyed by looters and anarchists. So, I mean, can you imagine, I thought about this when I got the call in our city, my wife and I, and this is nothing. I mean, this is a this is not a sacrifice or anything like that. I'm just making a point. So we had a restaurant that we love to go to that has not been able to open throughout the entire pandemic. They were finally opening. We had a reservation to be there the first night, and we were going to go in there and have dinner together, help the restaurant get back on their feet, and have fun together, which, again, no, not a sacrifice of any kind. I feel bad for the restaurant, not us. Get the call yesterday. Well, because of the rioting, the, the city has put a 7 p.m. curfew on us so we can't mm-hmm. open now. So here's a business that was about to open, and now the rioters have shut it down again. You got retailers that said we were open, now we're closed, and and so this at some point America is going to have to say enough with the rioters and the street criminals, and when that happens, what does that look like? 
And so the, the president's made it clear it should be an overwhelming force that will calm everybody down. I saw the uh, chief of police, who is African-American, and I, and I hate that I even have to say that, but I guess the way we're living now, you have to. Yeah. yeah, you know, but I just wanted to say he was the chief of police of Detroit. But mm-hmm. I have to clarify that now because you know we're, now we're back to this racial element again of everything. You know, it's all everything has a racial element to it again, and um, as opposed to us being America. So anyway, he said we're not having the issues everybody else is having to their degree in Detroit because we never gave up anything. You don't give up police precincts. You don't give up the courthouse. You don't give up yeah. anything to the rioters. So we didn't. Yeah, we had an attempt to do that here. But we didn't give anything up. So our protesters were able to protest, but we won't tolerate the rioters and we don't tolerate the street criminals. And we were ready, and they never had anything that we just walked away with and said, hey, let them have it. He said the guy in Minnesota should have never done that. When he gave up that police precinct, he started to, he started yeah. this ball rolling, and he should have never done that. And so, you know, there's there, because you got the individual cities mm-hmm. handling it their individual way. Uh, so I'm just I'm 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 just seeing us getting to a point where law and order is going to have to be regained, or it just becomes chaos and it just becomes uh, Thunderdome. It, one of those two things is about to happen in in these cities, and I don't know which one it's going to be. Um, and I hope maybe that third option it doesn't have to be either, and everybody just kind of cools down on their own. I don't I don't know, but that. That's the way it looks right now. Yeah, I saw, uh, <clears throat> I think his name's Ted Williams, the former police officer. He was on Fox last night, and he was talking about these uh, <clears throat> these uh, uh, orders, you know, not to be out the uh, yeah. what curfew. Are we curfew, curfew times. And he said, you know, you, you have to start those before it gets dark, and you have to clear the street. There, right. Nobody gets to stay out for anything. Right. And uh, he said, once you let everybody get out there and tell them that they got to go home Not at a certain problem. time, said it never it never works that way. Yeah, so. and I will say this: uh, <clears throat> the mayor of Birmingham, I think, is handling it very well. Uh, I watched his press conference and the things that he said and what he was trying to do and the, and how he's being very clear on what's going to be tolerated and what's not going to be tolerated. Um, and um, I think he's, he's doing a really good job of handling this. And that's what's happened in our city last night was, all right, at 7 o'clock, there, then, then if, if you're not working and you don't have some paperwork, until, until everybody settles down, we're shutting this baby down at 7 o'clock every night. And we're going to prosecute the people that were robbed. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Phone calls coming in at eight six six. We be big and mypillow.com teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. What a great company! Love these guys, Mike Lindell. What a great story of redemption. How about this? Uh, they've added. We we like the Giza sheets. I know Greg does, and uh, and they are very comfortable. And then we love the my pillows. Well, the the folks at mypillow.com have said, you know what? Let's combine the two. What do you think about Giza Elegance, my pillows, Rick? You know what I say? I like it. I like how you're thinking. Uh, if you'd like to see these, you can right now for going by going to radio specials at mypillow.com. Take the promo code Bubba with you. I always take your old friend Bubba with you, and um, and he'll he'll save you some money. So so go there uh, right now. You can use the promo code and you'll get two standard or queen size Giza Elegance my pillows for fifty nine ninety seven, or if you need a king size, they're about ten dollars more. Plus, they've created some truly outstanding offers that, uh, on all their other MyPillow products. So go to Radio Specials at MyPillow.com. You can also find that 
as a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button and check out those Giza elegance versions of the wonderful MyPillow. Bubba, we go to Cali where Jeremiah is standing by. Jeremiah, how you been, buddy? Hey, what up? Y'all doing good? We're doing good. So, How about you? Yeah, how are you doing, man? Uh, it's been rough, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to call in and talk about a few, uh, you know, updates that were in the George Floyd case. Okay. Uh, we now, we now know, you know, from the, uh, police reports, you know, of the incident and also, you know, new video evidence that George Floyd was actually, they had him in the car. And really? Then they cho- and then, and then, yeah, so you should definitely check that out. Like, I don't know if you guys had heard or seen it yet. Yeah, I did. Y'all should definitely check it out because they... Because even the and then the other officers had said, yeah, Derek told us to pull him out of the car, and mm. then and then later in the police report, it then says one of the officers said, should we uh, turn him around? And Derek said, no, we're going to stay right here. So that that it, it, it that's why we feel like it could get to, it should get to a point where it's second degree murder because first yeah. of all, yeah. he was he was in the cop car, and then you chose to pull him out. You said let's pull him out. First of all, I, I'm not a police officer, but I know for a fact that there are tons of times where there are people who are unruly in the backseat of a of a cop car, but you still keep them in the cop car. Yeah, you know, let's take yeah. them out and rough them up. A little Jer- bit, you know, Jeremiah, let me let me ask you that because I, I did point. I did see that footage. And by the way, I, I'm not uh, I'm not big on all this murder one. To I mean, you, you took a life. Okay, that's uh, that's mm. good enough for me. It's murder. Yep. Exactly. Uh, but it, it, I saw the footage you were talking about. Was he? Was he kicking or being rowdy in there? What what was the the premise for taking him back out? Do you know? Well, see, we don't know that yet because like they we they hadn't released um, the body cam footage, and they, and we know for a fact that there was body cam footage. So, hey, just release that so we can see it for ourselves and see. Okay, why did you decide to pull him out? How, we can't even like make a clear, you know, have you know now the a clear enough understanding of it because you won't even release that footage that you have now admitted in that police report. They said, yeah, they all had uh, cams on and they were activated. So we need to see that. We only saw the, uh, the shots footage where it shows the other side of the car when they're, uh, when they have him in and then they decide to pull him out. So that's what's, uh, uh, just so puzzling. And that's why we're saying, okay, look, when you had him in the car, it, it, it's it's a done deal there. All right, get him in there, take him to the police station. It makes even more sense that if somebody is unruly, you want to get him to the police station as yeah. quickly as possible. Sure. So you have your backup there to make sure that you have enough people there to help you calm that situation down. Yeah. So it just doesn't make any sense. No, it and doesn't. So that's why yeah, it doesn't. And and it, and this guy, we're down to what he's going to be charged with, and that and you're right. That's why this new stuff uh, is important. But I, I heard guy last night that we. I just want to caution. Because what we want is for this rogue person to be put away, and to and, and there to be justice for 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 the whole country, not just George Floyd. Because none of us want to live in a world where yeah. law enforcement abuses their power. Uh, but mm. uh, but but it, the other part is what you got to be careful of. And and if this happens, it would be the worst case. Is to overcharge. Be sure you got all the evidence you need for the right. Uh, murder, uh, you know, uh, sentence. Because if you overcharge and then can't prove one, then you don't get any of it. And so we need yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's why I said murder too, though, because yeah. that because that yeah. doesn't imply that you went out trying you you planned to kill him, but 
yeah. at the same time it does you know you know it's the kind of the in between between you know no you're got I got you Jeremiah that makes that makes sense let me let me ask you this are you are you good with murder too. Uh, yeah, I am because I mean, unless it became proved that there was a grudge between them, I think murder two is is as solid as a charge as you can make. I understand, you know, murder three, you know, but I think it's too light because you know your own officer. What, what was the defining fact to me is that the fact that an officer said, "Yeah, I asked, should we turn him over?" and and Derek Chauvin said, "No, we're going to stay right here." Okay. Yeah. If your own officer is asking, okay, uh, do you think we should turn this guy around yet? Uh, I'm sorry, but I, I think I think you're a murderer. I think you need to be in jail, and I think you should be in jail for a really, really long time. I yeah, think yeah. And, and, uh, and Jeremiah, I don't. Like, I, I think too, and I don't know if you heard me talking about it yesterday. I think there's certain things that we have to have such respect for, and it's it's such a calling. Uh, police officer one, because you, you do have the option of deadly force. Um, you know, teachers who are put in charge of our kids, our, our ministers, mm-hmm. you, 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 it has to be a calling and there's really no chance to be 90% right. You've got to be a hundred percent right. And exactly. when, when that public trust is violated, uh-huh. it, it's, it's, it's even worse to me yeah. Than, yeah. than somebody else. Somebody who has been trained with this, no question. who is there representing the government, representing us, the people, uh, you, you just can't make that mistake. So, Jeremiah, let me ask you this. If we get uh, we get murder two for him, the other guys involved, murder two, murder three, what do you think? Uh, it should be manslaughter. You know, it, it, obviously, you know, I don't believe it, those, the other officers had intent to try and kill, you know, George Floyd. I do believe that they were negligent. But, and, and, you know, we see many times, you know, I know people in my own personal life who they were around people who chose to commit a crime, and they went to jail as well because, A, if you're in the vicinity of somebody committing a crime and you don't actively try and stop it, uh, I've seen it multiple times. Yep. People around you still go to jail. You know, if you're in the car while your friend robs the place, oh, hey, yeah. guess what? You're likely going to jail. Now you so sound like my mama. Now you sound like what my mama was saying. Exactly, exactly. So, so that's why, like, and that's why we're infuriated. Helmsy, you know, in the kickoff hour, he had said something that, you know, I disagree with. He said, oh, why are y'all still out there? Well, we still got three people out there who we still wanted to be charged with the crime. You know, there are people angry enough to where they're saying, oh, they, need to, they all need to be charged with murder. But obviously, you know, it level heads prevail and we do believe that hey we just want to see them charged with something because you can't just be that negligent when when somebody who you're working with is doing something that that results in somebody's murder like you can't be you you can't make that mistake the same way brother said hey you can't be 90 percent of the time right no you got to be 100 percent of the time right in your decision your decisions also led to this man's death so it's a problem I think, Jeremiah, you'll see that. I think back to what Rick is talking about. They're just trying to be sure they have uh, a solid case because the worst case is for them to be brought up on charges and then acquitted because, listen, there, there's very good defense lawyers out there that can twist anything that happens. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you even and, saw that first autopsy came out. I was like, mm, here we go. And then now they've done a, <laughs> then that, now they've done a second autopsy. And that's why you got to be careful because we do have a history – and you said it even with these other guys, we get so worked up, rightfully so, a righteous ind- indign- uh, anger. I was going to try to use a bigger but yeah. I can't say that. No. And then we overcharge. We just barely speak English. Yeah. And, then, to- and then when we, over, when we overcharge and they walk, we all lose our minds. And what we didn't understand is they're not walking because they didn't do anything. 
they're walking because we brought the wrong charge. And so, and that's all part of the due yeah. process that that I think everybody should be afforded. Makes us different than uh, you know the Middle Ages where they just lop your head off when they didn't like you, <laughs> right. Jeremiah. So look, I, I, let's say we get those charges, we get those guys in. Of course, they're going to have a hard time having a court case because they can't, you know, the the rioting and and destruction of courthouses and various other things downtown. Uh, it's going to take time to get that done. And where do we go between now and then? I mean, uh, protest, and look, we, uh, we've said it, that protest is a, <clears throat> is a sacred right in this country, but it is being hijacked by people who are rioters, who are the, these anarchists. Uh, you Street know, criminals. Yeah, and I, you know, one of the things yesterday that I, that I thought was interesting, we started watching the story, was that, that, that piles of bricks – on uh, on platforms were being delivered to some of these places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, to, it, and it, it, and who? I mean, I heard one one guy say that the white supremacists were putting them out there, and then knows? I heard another guy say, who "No, knows? it was it was these uh, uh, anti fada people or whoever." And I, I mean, yeah. who, who's who's putting bricks out there? What, what is that all about? See, what I don't understand though is like there <laughs> we like I do have like multiple videos like saved on my phone now where there's actually there's video of police breaking windows like i swear like i will literally send it to you i'll put that on my mother's life um and then there's also there's one where they were breaking their own car which is terrifying and then we're also seeing these like random piles of bricks in these you know cities where they're protesting i'm like i don't understand it i'm not a conspiracy theorist and i don't believe in any of that i I try and stay away from conspiracy theories i try and just go off the facts and what i I know for sure, but it's terrifying to me that I'll see in random, you know, big piles of bricks in major cities and people yeah. are like literally having a, like there were, I do have a video of where uh, a person from Antifa gave a, a brick to a, a group of young black men. And then a woman, a young black girl came and grabbed the brick and then threw it back into the Antifa's car and said, how dare y'all come in, you know, yeah, know. And give this to some angry black men, you know, trying to get them to go do something wrong. They'll go to jail for this. It, so I don't know, yeah, but they, it seems like there's a lot of chaos. Did you see that when there was the shot uh, to that same point where there's two Asian women with all the black on and you see the African American woman saying, Y'all are doing this, and they're going to blame us for it. They're over, you know, defacing something and all that. She's like, exactly. y'all, y'all need to get out of here. So there's all kinds of agendas going on during this chaos, and it's just you, it's hard to figure out who is who, yeah. and and that puts us in a precarious situation on how do you bring order to something that has a mixture of people's right to redress, you know, the government and authority. But at the same time, there's not a right to do crime. Jeremiah, take care of yourself. Thanks for calling. We'll continue with more of your phone calls when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Continuing with phone calls, eight minutes to the top of the hour, we go to John in Indiana. John, uh, thank you for your patience. Uh, Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I, guys, I, I always want your opinion uh, on this particular individual. He's been on your show before. He's very popular uh, among especially Alabama fans, but he was uh, kind of caught inciting some of the rioting going on in Birmingham, uh, Jermaine Funny Mane Johnson. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, he's cursing and, you know, yeah. doing stuff that, you know, I really honestly was shocked to see him doing. Yeah. Um, especially since, you know, he, he 
you know, is on a Christian platform too. He's a is he? very big advocate of you know Jesus Christ, and you know as we all should be. Yeah. Um, but the, the behavior, I was really shocked to the point, and even his Facebook page yeah. has turned off reviews because uh, they seem to be doing a little bit of damage control right now. Well, and should the university distance themselves from him? Well, yeah, and that's going to happen. I, I promise. I don't even know that he's still doing the Alabama bits anymore. I know that he uh, he worked here. He was on our show. We had a great time with him. I, I I'm as shocked as as you are. I've never seen this side of him. I'm talking about the language and the foulness and the. And he's obviously angry, and, and some of that you can understand. Uh, I know that he went to, to be a comedian out in uh, L.A., um, and, uh, and then I don't know what happened after that. I ha- we certainly haven't been in touch with him. But I think what you'll find, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, and, and I'm getting tons of emails about it, obviously because he's someone from this area, and he does the Alabama you know, fan stuff and all that, which was very popular. He was on our show, and, and people really seemed to enjoy him on the show. We certainly did. Uh, so I think what you have here, and I saw President, I mean uh, Mayor Woodfin, and he said when someone asked him about that because it did appear, and I know that that he's 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 coming back and defending himself as he should. He certainly should explain himself, and uh, and it might have just been a misunderstanding because it wasn't communicated, frankly, that well. I saw the video uh, because I know he's saying I was just focusing on this, uh, you know, Civil War monument. I wasn't saying go out and you know tear up the city and and that's certainly he, he he's going to make that case uh but but then mayor woodfin said look we're going to review what happened uh and we're going to if he if he hasn't done anything that would bring any kind of you know punishment or prosecution we, we won't prosecute it but if if there's something there that we can you know put our finger on that might have incited some of the violence and some of the destruction then that person will be held accountable for that uh, as we should. Uh, I, I certainly don't know him as as a personal uh, friend or anything like that. I thought uh, what he was trying to do uh, that was that thing was going in a good direction, and I think that he showed a lack of wisdom. Uh, and uh, and hopefully, you know, um, I certainly don't wish him any ill will or anything like that. But when you when you any of us, Rick Burgess included, when we speak in these microphones and we say things. Uh, you can you get people who like what you say, and you have people who don't like what you say. But in this particular situation, was anything done that might be beyond? I'm just expressing myself because there's a responsibility that comes with expressing yourself. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. We are aware of it. A lot of you asking about it. We did see it. Uh, it is disappointing. Uh, he's coming back saying I didn't intend for that to happen, which I probably think he probably didn't. Uh, but the way it was done and the way that it was handled lacked wisdom, uh, and and there was a very negative uh, response that happened. And maybe that was going to happen anyway. But when you hear those words right. and then you see what happened, putting them t- putting them together is not a very very pleasant thing. Yeah, we we loved having him on the show. He was he was funny, and uh, you know we'd heard about him and got to know him a little bit and uh, enjoyed the interaction. Yeah. So. It's uh, you know, I, I think there's just there's just a lot of things about all this is very yeah. disappointing, and you know the the problem I think um, with with the way this is going now with the rioting, not the protesting, um, it's taking away from the things we need to address. I, I think the 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 you know the charges and all that's working through their process, but they're obviously going to be slowed up because of the courthouse and damage yep. and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
and the fact that we we really do need to address some of these policing issues mm-hmm. and and look at that and look at the numbers and see what's happening and what the training situation is but we can't even get to that I because right. everybody's out trying to keep the downtown areas from being destroyed yeah and and mayor woodfin and and birmingham made it very clear uh that he was very disappointed in that because that that took things it looked like in a direction like he said, we had our police forces at places we thought were going to be targeted by the Antifas and, and the street criminals. We didn't have anybody there because there was not, that wasn't involved in what we were doing. As a matter of fact, if you don't know this around the country, the Civil War monument had plywood around it where you couldn't see it because a case that was ongoing about its removal from this park. And then the rioters went over there and tore down the plywood so you could see it, then couldn't get the monument down. And then, then spray-painted it. Yeah, and so— I, You know, it was covered anyway. That, to me, that was the bizarre part. We're, we're pointing and we're ready on something you, that they have a barricade around right. that you can't see. Well, again, it just it just lacked wisdom, and it wasn't really thought through. And uh, and the mayor made that very clear that he he, he wished— the, what they had going were, were speeches about the, the, the problems, and then it turned into that. And he said, if, I, if those two things are tied together— then we'll do what we can do to be sure that doesn't happen again. And I don't know. So I don't know I don't know the legal ramifications of that. I'm not a lawyer. I have no idea. No. But I do know there's a responsibility that we all have with our expression and when we have the microphone. And uh, I think that he could have handled himself with a lot more wisdom and still made his points, you know, which are valid. No, the, and, uh, the way he was doing it, he he just sounded like a kid on the playground trying to show you he can cuss a lot. You I know, know when you know. when you were growing well, up, it, that kid when he's learning how to cuss and want to show everybody. Yeah, it, so you kind of missed the message. I did. Yeah, I couldn't follow it. Yeah, I well, mean, I couldn't get through the the f this and f that and in and all that. It was kind of tough to get around it. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know about any commitments he he had spiritually. I didn't know of any of that. But uh, so I didn't. I know that has shocked some people. I didn't know there was a big, strong faith stand in his life. I didn't know that. I wasn't aware of that. Somebody said that his father's a pastor, but I don't know. I don't oh, know wow. that either. And, uh, and, and that he's not thrilled, but, but anyway, so, but I don't know that. So, so anyway, uh, or maybe I should say, I'm not saying that. You get mad, you get passionate. Sometimes you, you, you speak in a manner you wish you hadn't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll see. So, but yeah, we are aware of it. I know a lot of you are asking us about it. So that, that's the update on that. And we'll see where it goes. Uh, top of the hour. If you leave us, have a big day. If you have more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up, which should be most of you, Lord willing, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here. Stretch Armstrong winds down his master's degree and uh, common sense, which has now become a superpower. He'll go on his way after tomorrow's program. But new interns are here. We'll nickname one of those coming up this hour. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubsy. How are you, sir? Getting after it. Ready to go. 
you know, in the in the world that we're living in, of all the, you know, we're in all of it. Hey, we got our Rick and Bubba content out there, baby. We're we're in everything. We're on mm-hmm. we're on the radio network. We're on the TuneIn app. We're on the podcast. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're iHeartRadio. Hey, you name it, you can find the Rick and Bubba show now. Uh, so it's getting where there's just so many things out there. I, I, I like went to see my in-laws a few weeks back and I've heard some commercials about this too. And I was asked by my father-in-law, Hey, you ever watch Newsmax? And I was like, I, I don't, I, I've never heard of Newsmax. What is that? And, uh, and, and then now I'm hearing commercials for Newsmax mm-hmm. and all that out there. Well, you know, Bill O'Reilly was, was escorted away from, uh, from Fox news. Uh, and you remember the no spin zone and, yep, and all yep. this. And then I keep hearing him like being guest. By the way, how does that work? I've often wondered this. All right, so let's say that it's it's Burgess Bussy Network, okay? And Sean Hannity works for us on TV. But then Sean goes out on his radio show and then interviews somebody we fired. I mean, I guess it's two different deals, yeah. but isn't that kind of weird? Like I'll hear O'Reilly on with Sean, I'm like, is Fox like, hey, what, you, what, hey, you, you, you're bringing O'Reilly back. We we, we showed him the door. <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, really don't. But anyway. Uh, I, th- I think they give the shows a lot of autonomy to do yeah, what they yeah. think they need to do right. to win. Right. And, you know, if they don't win, they're held responsible for it. And uh, so anyway, um, we now have a network. Are you familiar, Bubba, with the OTT? Uh, you know, I'm not. Are you Rick, down with the OTT? I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. I, there's several here, new ones that we've talked about. Me and you were talking about Pluto the other day. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but uh, there, there's several new ones that have popped up lately. So Bill O'Reilly's show, No Spin News, which now he's airing on his website and across YouTube, will now be broadcast twice daily on the first, a conservative digital television network that runs on several platforms. Look what it includes, Bubba, mm-hmm. including Viacom, CBS, on Pluto TV. Right, and uh, so um, that is, um, th- it's going to be. Um, what is the first? Is that OTT? What's this first thing it says? Show to air on the conservative OTT network. Now they're calling it the first. I think that's a channel on that network. I, got I think you. they have several channels I got you. on there. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, there, now I'm looking. There's all kinds of. But anyway, they said the big picture is this is the first. The first is the one of the few networks of these new, you know, streaming networks. And boy, Bubba can give you a speech on that. Mm-hmm. How, how now it's just becoming streaming. It's just it all comes back to what everything it's right was back to what yeah. we want to get away from. But anyway, this the first is one of the few networks bringing on big name talent during the Trump era because they think it can gain them some traction in a hurry. And uh, so I've heard this uh, on. Uh, so it looks like O'Reilly is going to be the the big name for this new OTT network that is going to feature the channel the first and O'Reilly will be on that twice even though he's forced out of Fox News in 2017 uh, of course of uh, sexual harassment charges uh, and says they believe that he still has a following and uh, right now he primarily is access to a fee-based membership which we understand like the Extreme Club used to be mm-hmm. and to access his content but now he will move to this format according to this story, and he'll air at 8 o'clock and 11 o'clock Eastern uh, time. So there we go. So this is uh, OTT, but it goes back to this Pluto thing. You know, we've been kicking the tires on Pluto, you know, with some with some Rick and Bubba content there. We're just trying to figure out what to put out there. Uh, the Blaze TV has been talking to us about that. There's just so many now. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're just. I mean, you, they're just so much out there. You just you don't know where to go just and to see a stuff floating right. out there. You don't know what right. what it all is. You know, but guys, we're talking about O'Reilly was extremely successful and popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, he was. He, I think for cable news, 
I think he had the highest rating of any show uh, for many, many years when he was on Fox right there, right after dinner time, right in that, you mm-hmm. know, post dinner time uh, window, seven o'clock, maybe. I forgot what Isn't time that what was Tucker on. took over? Tucker Carlson? No. Uh, am I, I wrong? Yeah, with that? no, I, yeah, I you're right. You're probably you're right. right. You're probably or, right. Or is it, is it true they're making him have an all male staff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. There he is there over he, there. Yeah. There's Greg. But, I mean, you don't know. They won that right. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they said that, that there was a. That, that everything's been shut down around there. What, what okay. was the deal on that? Do y'all even remember? I think he's, he smacked somebody. Greg. Uh, something. Oh. Fired up at head. No. no uh, a girl no, was a little, it was like a little, little love pat. It was a little lower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little love pat. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the gluteus maximus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got, we got a former like producer accusing him of inappropriate phone calls at one time. Right. Paid her a nine million dollars in settlement, according wow. to New well, York I'd Times. Put up a few dirty phone calls for nine million. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then there's about four or five others. Say, Greg, he can call you a couple times. Yeah, I mean, I can tolerate that for nine, <laughs> for million. nine million. You're saying he could call you for nine million, <laughs> or anybody can call me. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it says here. <laughs> it says O'Reilly paid her, but then Fox settled with a couple of other ones here. Uh, a so regular guest of, of, of his, yeah, yeah, uh, another host of uh, a Fox News, another former host of a um, couple million dollar settlements, uh, one point six million dollar settlement. It was a few. That of tells them. you how much money he was making the network <laughs> that they Listen. could pay these fines <laughs> and his salary. <laughs> Welcome to the OTT, a name that people have trusted for years. Now doing his show from a very small closet with no doors that could open from the outside. <laughs> and no access to a telephone. Yeah. We give him no access to a telephone or other people of the opposite gender. Yeah. One of my favorite things to go back and watch is when he was the host of Inside Edition. Yeah, that's and how had I the remember. Teleprompter, oh, yeah. The teleprompter incident. When he went nuts. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Y'all remember Oh, that? yeah, I do. Well, I, I put it right there with Casey Casey when yes. he got mad. Yes, perfect well, uh, example. I will tell you. I will tell you. Chris Berman. Case, the Casey Casey oh, was a tough one. He Chris Berman. Yeah. Boy, he ate that guy. The Casey Casey one, though, will always live in oh, infamy. Oh, my goodness. But let me go to this. I will say this. He and, did not um, like that dead dog story. No, he it? did not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, toe up about it. But O'Reilly... Of all the different, and, and like I say, we we only you know we we've got a chance to be with Hannity and and with Alan Combs when he was alive, and then you know Cavuto and and Fox and Friends and all this, and uh, there there just I will say around the around the office, there was only really one person that was part of the team that was not loved by the rest of the people, and it was Bill O'Reilly. They, say, they did not. Was they did not like Bill O'Reilly. Mm. Well, I'm talking about not, nothing about this. I don't no, know if he, I, I don't know if any. I didn't person. know if any of these charges were true or accurate. Right. I they had no idea. They didn't like to know. Well, fans. they, they just said that his, his, his he as a human being was tough. undesirable. He's tough to we, be around. <laughs> when you, <laughs> I think, we've I think all met when you guy. get. Well, I think it goes beyond that. If you walked around that office, you saw the Bill O'Reillys, the Hannitys, the the. Uh, who's the other uh, Geraldo? Mm-hmm. I mean, they they all. I mean, you have to have a certain amount of self drive to get yeah. to that point, and then there's a certain amount of preservation to that, and there's a certain amount of I got here doing it this way, and I want to keep doing it this way, and you're trying to mess that up. So you know, there's some competitiveness to clash it, going on, yeah. and uh, you, you could see how that would be. But I mean, when you get to that point where you're on national TV every night. You know, you, you've got to have, you know, you've got to have an ego, or you wouldn't be there. Well, the point that, that was made, you know, how, you know, I, I, y'all all know how that comes. I, I, <laughs> I never, I never pay, I never pay any attention. So I never pay any attention 
if if somebody just like one person, maybe even two, say something oh, about yeah. a person that they say, "Hey, this person's unde- not desirable, jerk, whatever, whatever." And you, I don't pay attention to it. But this was something that like there were no ten ap- out of ten. Nobody would say anything yeah. different. And I'm yeah. talking about people who normally don't even care. You would you think know, like I mean, out of five people, one of yeah. them would go, oh, he's well, okay. Again, so and he, the other, the he, other shows, he, even was, like, he was number one, and everybody else <laughs> needed that slot. Yeah. You know, so. But what I'm saying is all the other shows, even though, to your point, Bubba, they were competitive with each other, they had some camaraderie. Yeah. O'Reilly was he, was, had no friends. he was disliked by all of them. And, uh, and that had nothing to do with these charges, just – the person kind of like speedy. I think it was a competitiveness of it all because if I'm sitting there, you know, at the eleven o'clock slot, and I can make four times as much if I'm at the seven o'clock slot. Seven o'clock guys got to leave before I can get that spot. That's you know? true. We'll be back. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll name one of our new interns, uh, and you know he has a name right now that he will not hear again while he's here. Uh, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as our number. Twenty-six years, baby. We still here. Bubba, we have an intern program, Rick and Bubba University, that has uh, been around most of those twenty-six years. Uh, and boy, there's some legends, and and so many now uh, that sometimes I'm even asked, and this is about my age, not about them not having impact, but people say, hey, you know, so and so. I'll be like, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't. I, can you help me? Was the intern up there? Yeah. Uh, what what name did they go by? And they'll throw the name out, and sometimes that'll trigger the yes. Sometimes I still don't remember it. I know. E- even been a even, lot of them. Well, it's, it's, it's been a lot over a long period of time, and when you get up early like we do, short term oh, yeah. memory, yep. uh, that uh, that fades pretty quick sometimes. But how about this? Here's the good news, and, and we're all need some, some good, good news. news. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're having interns again means that yep. we're taking another step back to we're, hopefully some type of normalcy. We're, yeah. we're working our way back. Which uh, I almost said right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that? I left one letter out. Uh, I, I, I didn't even. You said normous, no, norma, enormous, norma, and you added normacy. c on the end. Of That's it. good. Oh, yeah. norma, close, normacy, Vul- How about this? vulnerable. It was close. It was vulnerable. Everybody close knew what you vulnerable. said. Vulnerable, yeah. vulnerable. Sherry made it her her task the other day to say, "I'm going to teach you how to say this," and she goes, "You got to slow it down. It's more syllables than you're making it. You roll it. It's vulnerable. Vulnerable." Vulnerable. See, it's hard. Man, it's hard. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's, you come along. Deuteronomy's always tough for me too. Yeah, Deuteronomy's. Yeah, that and Toyota. Yeah, I still, I struggle. That's ridiculous. But I can't say that. You can't say what? Toyota. Toyota. Huh? Toyota. There you go. Perfect. Oh, you if you it. hear somebody else say it, you can say it quickly. Mm-hmm. But if you forget, well, no, you know. it's just I have to remember how I need to say it. I right. have to remember the toy part of it. Well, that's Toyota. Yeah. Say this for me. <laughs> just like in Deuteronomy, because I, I had to practice that because I had no. You talking about train wreck? I couldn't say it. Right. I had to get the Ron part. Once I get the right. Ron in there, I'm good. R O N. It's Deuteronomy. Well, that's what yeah. Sherry's teaching me. She said if that's you could just get the vol, the Volner. Yeah, and then just Vulnerable. say a bull. 
Vulnerable. 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 She goes, if you just do that, just, just slow it down. Easy, Rick. You just run yeah. into it like you're crashing into vulnerable. a wall. Your rewards come along. Say this, yeah, Bubba. Because I'm, of commercial. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of being vulnerable in my Toyota. I'm uh, ready for some normalcy. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. No way. I'm tired of being vulnerable. <laughs> See, what it is, I, I worry about it, so I overdo it. You know what I mean? Last time I wrote the well, that's what Sherry's trying to teach Vulnerable in my Toyota. There you go. Got that. And one. what was the other? Normalcy. I'm ready for Normal. some normalcy. 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 Normal. Normalcy. Normalcy. I have to write it out the way Me I too. say it. I know. Then Look, I I'm with you. I know. So, uh, so I anyway. used to keep a little guide, you know, how to pronounce things. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Ar- architectural review. Architectural review. I've mastered that one. That mm. one's no longer a problem. How about debut? Debut. There you go. What about, but spat- see, what about let spatula? Me tell you, can I tell you what bothers me about debut? It's a day but. It is. That's yeah. what bothers me about yeah. it. And I, in my mind, almost goes, why can you? How can you say debut when it says mm-hmm. debut? I agree. Mm-hmm. And the fact that if we're seeing something for the first time, aren't we viewing it? I know. I know. I know. It's just it's stuff like that <laughs> just drives me. Crazy I know it sometimes. does. Bubba, mm-hmm. but say hello to McCoy. Vulnerable. McCoy Walters. Hey, McCoy. McCoy. The pride of Ovet, Mississippi. That's right. Bring yeah. it. So, uh, and you attend Southern Mississippi to in, the top in marketing <laughs> to the top. To the top. Uh, and you, uh, he has many hobbies, Bubba: fishing, golfing, basketball, boating, and hunting. So he sounds, sounds like, like an excellent. A- anything outside, you know. Mm-hmm. Did, what'd you say? Anything outside. For a minute, there was some Hobie there. Did there you was. I know Hobie there. Rick, for just a Rick, Rick, I did, I thought somebody's doing a Hobie. Did you see me night. look up? I, I thought it was one of you guys <laughs> making fun of him. Right. Yeah. So you know who we're talking about? That former yeah. intern. You sounded like him. You sounded like him. And you said anything outside. It's a brutal room. You ready? He had a little life. I could take it. You take me anything outside for some normalcy, Hobie. When I get out, Bubba, when I get outside, it's normalcy. <laughs> All right, so Vulnerable. and look, we're, stuff stuff to get him a name. Mm-hmm. When he outside of the internship, he has been a fry cook at David's Grocery. Really? Still currently. Still, are you a fry cook? Yeah, I'm fry. Fry cook. daddy, baby. Yeah, about that that, sound, that doesn't sound good. You got groceries can, on can one you, side, can him you, cooking on the other. Can you right. call yourself right. a sous chef? Isn't that better than a fry oh, cook? Sous chef. Oh no, but huh? fry cook's who we're after. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You won't find a sous chef at David's Grocery. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. We don't even know how to spell sous chef. Yeah. Watch you your mouth. and fill your car up at the same time. We don't even know how to spell sous chef. We don't have one. Here he goes. Hobie. Hobie, too. Hobie. Oh, man. Hobie squared. But That's you don't talk like that normally. No, it's, what like, that? it's like every now and then you drop into it. You don't talk that way the whole time. I don't know. It's like I'm trying to go back back and forth between them, but I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> That's all I hear now. He goes now. clear channel, and then he goes to Hobie channel. It's like he says, well, you know, actually, I've had it. And then he comes back up out of it. <laughs> it's like I'm not trying to sound like a hit that I probably am. But like, there it was right there. Oh, no. You did it's a Hobie like, right there. It's like the hick McCoy was going, let me out. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What do we do with that? Here, Rick, I'm, I'm oh, trying to. All my buddies back home, they're like, who is that guy? But listen, good news. Good news. You're in good company here. As, oh, we, right, as, we, right. as we showed right before you started. Oh, yeah, yeah, you stay right here. You'll be a road, you'll be a road scholar for you out yep. here compared mm-hmm. to us. All right, so he has had other nicknames. Why would your one uh, a former nickname be Yard Boys? Okay, so so last summer <laughs> I was in I, I was in sports turf management at uh, Jones Junior College, and we were nicknamed the Yard Boys, and so that's just what we were You're called not in turf with, management. with a Z. Yard was Boys was that just a class? No, that was a job. I got paid for it. Oh, no, I wasn't in. I know there's a degree in turf management. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. you sure about that? <laughs> All I can hear is Hobie. That's it. <laughs> okay, 
And I like this guy. You know, a guy can can get the greens looking good and cook your steak oh, at the no, same right. time. This guy's got a lot. up some fish. I got a lot. Of Ooh, course, yeah. he said he has been nicknamed in the past also the real McCoy. Of course. That's, real, a, that's a given. That's I had a, a teacher just call me real. Like, he didn't even put in the McCoy. He's like, what's up, real? And, he got, and he's got his eye on your seat. Yeah, tell us what you told us in the break. So, like, I, I, I told everybody back home, Greg, when you retire, I'm, I'm taking over your spot, and I'm going to be the real McCoy Walters. There you go. Yeah. About that? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people trying to get this spot. Yeah, Who knows? It may come available. Greg may retire and go late one day. Now you know how it feels to be Bill O'Reilly. will never happen. Greg, now you know how it feels to be Bill O'Reilly. Now, what? hey, one thing you need to know is – He's staring, staying at Airbnb while he's here. Are you really? Yeah, Airbnb. Mon- <laughs> Mon- yeah. Monday through Wednesday. You're brave. You're and brave. then Thursday and Friday, I'm going back home to fry fish. That's right. <laughs> We're going to take a trip over how, and eat some How fish. long does Come it take you to get up. back home from here? Uh, a little over three hours. So, good haul. See, then you came out haul. of it. You came out yeah. of it. Yeah, that, that wasn't Hobie. Though. I know. Yeah. No, it's like uh, multi. So he's been he's been called the real McCoy Yard Boys. He's been called Koi. Yeah, for short. Uh, so we got a fry cook at David's Grocery who likes fishing, golfing, basketball, boating, and hunting. Mm-hmm. He sounds like former intern Hobie. He also coached baseball uh-huh. at his high school, Watch South Jones high. Braves. Yep. Mm-hmm. I had somebody, some friend of yours, saying we should name you name you something to do with the Braves because of that. Really? Yeah. Yes. Braves chant and then introduce you, you every time you come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we still do the chop, by the way. We, we're right? not we're not politically correct enough to. No, not Jones. Yeah. Yeah. They still do the chop. How many SpongeBob's you think we've gotten? We've gotten now because of Fry Cook. That is, yeah, that's good. How many people coming in right now? How many of y'all want to hear Hobie talk to him though? Oh, I do. Oh, I know. That might could happen. (laughs) (laughs) He'll come around. Hey, honestly, I don't mind him. I'm looking for somebody who wants to work. If I Gary's here, if Gary (laughs) says one more time to me, nobody wants to work. I'm wondering though, but what's the only common denominator of these people that he always has to run off or they leave? It's Gary. Yeah. I mean, could Gary, I be, right. could Gary be the problem? Rick, there's no way every person he's encountered don't know how to work. Hey, you can't find nobody. Hey, you're going to get off that phone, Greg. <laughs> we come back. We'll take all this. We'll take some of your suggestions in the break. And we will get a new name for McCoy Walters as he starts his Rick and Bubba University internship. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, we're back. Uh, 35 minutes star. past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG we'll be big is our number. So we're about to get a, uh, a nickname for our brand-new intern, McCoy Walters, and there's some good ones that are out there. But um, a lot of people trying to tie him to former intern Hobie, uh, who just called Hobie. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Y'all doing all right? We're doing good. Did, have you heard this guy yet? I've not heard him yet. Uh, I hear he's a, a fellow member of the nasal talking family. <laughs> yeah. well, you say, you say nasal or nasal? <laughs> nasal. <laughs> Nasal. You okay. hear it, don't okay. you, Toby? Yeah. Toby, can you hear it? Let me hear him. Well, what you want me to talk about, Hobie? I can talk about anything oh, you want me wow. to talk about. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he, he starts out trying not to do it, but if you let him yeah. go do a yeah. long sentence, he runs yeah. right into it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's part of our nature. We we try to sound a little better when we're uh, when we're talking on radio, but That's we exactly realize right. we can't yeah. get out of it. It's just who we are. <laughs> yeah. 
We can't help it. I mean, might as well. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Delivered. All right, Hobie. We'll see you, buddy. Hey, thank you for calling, Hobie. See you, Hobie. See you, Hobie. <laughs> All right. I hope you get a good name. Yeah, well, right. let me tell you, I'm loving because of him coaching the Braves, knock a, a Hobie. Knock a, the real knock a Hobie. Knock a Hobie. The real knock a Hobie is, <laughs> is good. That good. one has really jumped up the list. Yeah. All right. So let's put the real knock a Hobie. <laughs> the uh, real knock a Hobie? Or, or... Oh, yeah. The real knock a Hobie. Okay. All right, and then we have the real McCoy. We'll put that in there. Um, I like Fry Daddy is pretty good. Yep, Fry Daddy. Yeah, I like Fry Daddy. You know what else I like? I like SpongeBob. Have we had a SpongeBob? We did, I didn't think we? SpongeBob Fear Pants or something. Yeah, you're right. We can just not do yeah. that again. That's too I don't fun. know what that meant. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you had something to do. I guess maybe they liked SpongeBob. We don't remember right. where these names. Right. Are. You said you <laughs> the said Fear Pants. The real, I can't get a hold. You said the real Nakahobi and real McCoy. Yeah. Wait, which other one did you? Yeah. Say? Fry Daddy. Right. Friday is good. Let's look mm-hmm. over here. These are not. Right, we got Friday Chop Chop, but you like Friday. You got Hobie One Frynobi. Yeah, I don't like Friday Chop Chop. Did you uh, hear the other one I just said? No. Hobie One Frynobi. Half Hicks. <laughs> Hobie One Frynobi. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. I like that. Yep. Uh, you, yeah. got, what? you got Half Hick because he comes in and out of it. Oh, like uh, Free State of Hobie Racist. because he's from Jones County. Free yeah. State of Hobie. Free State of Hobie. <laughs> that's good, too. Look, I keep that one. Free State of Hobie? Yes, yeah, I like that. All right. And so you got Real McCoy. I just picture me saying of, it. <laughs> Free State of Hobie. And then, uh, what was it? The Real Knock of Hobie. Y'all so, seen that movie are, with Matthew McConaughey? Yes. Oh, yeah. State of I, yeah. Yes, I've seen it. It's long. It's pretty long. Hey, it's I long think movie. I fell asleep. He's not it. Gary. How about, how about <laughs> the Rick's making him Gary? I know. It's, 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 there's it's, a touch of Gary in there. There's a clip. None of these I like. I don't like any of those. So, I mean, really, I've looked at them. Rick Hobie's back. <laughs> I think we have enough. Speedy quick. I like real McCoy, Free State of Hobie, and the real Naka Hobie. Those are the three. That's, those are all. Oh, and Friday. Pretty I'm good. sorry. Yeah, those are those are all fantastic. You want me to get SpongeBob Fear Pants to call in? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> because you know the names is similar. So let's call the first have one similar. All right. So that hey, that actually went better. I thought. So I'm good on that. All right. All right here we go. Uh, the, uh, you know, I, uh, I was afraid. Sometimes the discussion of how it would be and how it really is yeah. not, it yeah. doesn't live up. It's it's so good. Good. Yeah, you yeah, never right. know. There's a fine line there. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of squeezing the team. I'm still talking. <laughs> you still going over, aren't you? Huh? You're still rambling on. Uh, all right, so now we're going to vote. So, so here, Speedy, what, what, are we, what are we voting for? All right. Uh, Real McCoy, Fry Daddy, Free State of Hobie, and The Real Knock of Hobie. Oh, yeah. Say it again. Real McCoy, Fry Daddy, Free State of Hobie, The Real Knock of Hobie. Do we want to call Hobie and see if he's okay with this? Yeah, <laughs> let him vote. What's his hey, it sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like that, Bubba. <laughs> yeah, I like it's pretty good. All right, so again, and this oh, there, there was Hobie one for Anobi, but y'all y'all weren't sure on. It. I like that. One. I yeah. do wow. too. Oh, I, I love that. That's that. like pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's what's in there. Yeah. All right. Hard to say, but good. One. All right, we're, all right. So there you go. So then we got one, two, three, four, five. Work through it. They're new. But here's the thing that gets me now. Here's what I don't get. Believe it or not, we've got somebody about to vote on an intern name that wants to be anonymous. <laughs> Are you serious? This, this thing about anonymous. What, what's up with I all the know. everybody? Guys, guys nobody's going. Sure. You only use anonymous. It, it's, it should if be using. If you're saying something that's controversial, yeah. Are, they, are they like or, they're in or, or it protection would, or something? Or you're, like you're, you're giving inside information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, all right. Just uh, let's go to anonymous online too. 
I just wondering, like, what kind of pizza y'all like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that exactly. guy should not yeah. be anonymous. <laughs> Nobody's going to hold you to it. I heard Bubba likes fruit on it. Hey, that's not anonymous. There's no reason to be anonymous about hey, that. I do like pineapple on pizza. <laughs> I thought oh, it was Obi. Nice. That was Obi. Oh, Speedy called him back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's Speedy Hotline. Is Mary Catherine here, too? Oh, man. oh somebody, too that's when you really sound like him. Do, uh, do Mary Catherine. Mary Catherine. <laughs> 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 All right, what are we voting for? Here we go. All right, intern Funny Guys, Man. You can't. No. Uh, intern Real McCoy. <laughs> you yeah. are, you're awful. Intern Dirty Mouth Funny Man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> intern Not So Funny Man. Uh, he does go. have a new name. New name, Not So Funny Man. All right, so let's. Right, here uh, we go. Intern Real McCoy. Intern Fry Daddy. Hobie One Fry Noby. Free State of Hobie. Or that's the Real Knock of Hobie. Well, All right, and that's all we're voting for. That's all we're voting for. Whew. Wow. All right, so let's uh, – it's probably another anonymous vote. <laughs> all right, let, here we go. I think they're doing it on purpose That's now. fine. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll give it some time, then I'll tire of it. <laughs> all right, anonymous, go ahead. Which one of those are you voting for? See, this is the problem. Anonymous, anonymous don't know who they are. <laughs> that, that's another part that does yeah. bother me. I'm glad you brought mm-hmm. that up. All right, you're, it says in here you're, you're voting for Friday. Is that correct? If you're talking to me, yes. Yeah, well, if you say anonymous, say I can't say a name because you didn't give us one. I didn't say anonymous. Did you not? Okay. Is your name A-N-O? No. Okay. I'm just, my name is Renee. I'm from Huntsville, and I vote for Fry Daddy. There you go. I don't want to set an example. You know what? That's what it says on the board. Renee, Renee took that devil by the horns and and smoothed it out. I don't want to go, Renee. I hear you. Sorry they put you up as anonymous. Uh, all right, so Sorry, uh, Rick, talk to you like funny man. Not <laughs> <laughs> that's, that. that's a new name. I love it. new name. Not so funny. Not so I love man. when a burger says that's it. That <laughs> <laughs> okay. was my last one. It's okay, Greg. <laughs> Larry, go ahead. Which one are you voting for, buddy? Have y'all given away the twelve days of Christmas? <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's really, really good. We have. Do you have a vote, uh, Greg? Happy New Year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, let's go to uh, Kobe. Hey, Kobe, go ahead. <laughs> Well, what a wheel. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Free State of Hobie. All right, Free State of Hobie. All right, let's go to Mary. Mary, what do you say? Hobie won Fry Nobie. Okay, right. thank you, because that'll be fun that to listen to us try to say. Uh, <laughs> concentrate. Steve, what do you think? Hobie won Fry Nobie. Oh, mm-hmm. here Speaking we go. Speaking of a momentum, Bubba. She's coming downhill. Jason, go ahead. Fry Daddy. Okay, oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Hey, Greg. <laughs> thank you. Hey, Rick and Bubba Show, which uh, intern name are you voting for? Uh, Fry Daddy. Fry Daddy, okay. Really? Right. Fry Daddy picking up steam. No, I didn't really see that coming. Uh, we, uh, we continue. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm just going to go rapid fire now. Well, they're straight. Well, cast a vote. Do what? Strange one. Well, He's Rick, it was his in. last day. Hey, hey, you've spun the wheel. <laughs> Rick, it's his last day. Right, Tomorrow's his last day. I keep Greg, Greg, just a minute. If it gets close, then you, you can be a tie. Yeah, right. yeah, we'll, we'll do the staff last. Yeah. Look, this, yeah. I know, I know you got you. It's a tie. Hey, I, know, I know you got your bucket list. <laughs> got, we'll get it. Well, you will cast a vote today, my friend. Uh, did I miss anything when he came up? I looked no, at it. No, no. There were three Hobie Frontobies. Jackson, go ahead. What's your vote? Jelly Mountain Moose. What? Something about Mountain Blues. I have no idea. <laughs> Steven, welcome to the program. What's your vote? Obi Wan Fry Nobi. All right, thank Ooh, you, buddy. Fast. Jeremy, uh, what's your vote, please? Go ahead. Free State Obi. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your vote. Mac, Mac, welcome to the program. <laughs> Mac made, that made it better, didn't it? Mac, go ahead. What's your vote? 
Hey, I'm gonna vote for Fry Daddy. Okay, thank you, Greg. Uh, 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 guess what? Got, Greg, the leader of the choir. Fellas, fellas. Easy, easy. A lot of people be offended. Hey, a lot of people should be today. We continue. <laughs> is that the name? Do you see that name the same as I see it? Yeah, I do. Oh, it's the dark side. I see. Uh-huh. It's a Star Wars reference. Uh-huh. All right, dark side. Go ahead. No, it's Yoda. Yoda from Dark Side. Frynobi. Yes. <laughs> Obi Wan Frynobi. Okay. I'm really concerned with civilization as we know it. Well, wait, let me tell you something. Uh, it's, it's on all sides right now. You know, I used to hate the naming, but it's my favorite part oh, yeah. of the show. I needed this today. <laughs> Let's go to Lisa. Lisa, what's your vote? Fry Daddy. Fry Daddy. Okay. All right. Oh, where, where are we? Where are Fry we? Daddy uh, has five, and Hobie One Frynobi has four. Ooh. Free State of Hobie 2, and the, hey, the real Nakahobie and real McCoy, not one. Okay. All right, we'll come back. We'll kick it around the staff, see where we're landing. Okay. And we'll let, we'll let uh, Stretch Armstrong get a vote in. Oh, it was very aggressive. Somebody told him about if you can be over, you can be overly aggressive, and it forces, forces me to go the other way. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, you approach, out of the, green field, the approach has to be very, very <laughs> subtle. Don't come in too hot. So, All right, I tell him. <laughs> I'll pass it along, Rick. <laughs> 15 minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 26 years. Don't forget... Uh, We've got Fix Mama's Mouth. The three finalists are now there, and you can go vote for the mom you think should get the $15,000 dental makeover from Dr. Dudney. Uh, so check that out and cast your vote today at rickandbubba.com under the contest. Don't forget as well, man, and Bubba, I've been keeping everybody updated. Greg, you know as well. The Father's Day boxes are moving, and they are not, and there will be no reorder on that uh, because oh, of no. we got to make sure that we can get them to you by Father's Day. So uh, it is a limited time offer. It's a Father's Day box. It's got some Rick and Bubba goodies inside. A letter from the entire show to your dad, uh, and you can uh, get that or shop for your dad. Uh, again, I keep seeing, and some of you dads, I don't want to give it away, but some of you are going to get a Father's Day box and a spatula. <laughs> Uh, as uh, well, you talk about kids that love you, Rick. We call that the ultimate topper. Right that, there. That's it. And you know the thing with a spatula, um, I I can't keep one because everybody that comes to my house wants it. Amen. I'm and boat. I feel bad like you can't have it. But know. you know, I keep giving mine away. I told the other dad to get another one. I said well, I don't have. I don't even have one to cook with. Sherry keeps. Bubba seems to be in a constant search for one of his spatulas. Well, you know why? Because what he said. If somebody comes well, to your house, you know what they say. Hey, man, I'd like I, to have I'm, one of those. You know what we do. Hey man, just well, I try to give. You know, know. Yeah. Uh, you are giving. Clean, Boy, it was. I tell you, a big moment this weekend. I had Hunter on the grill, and he was using it. I thought, well, that's just precious, right there. Did you well up? <laughs> yeah, I did almost. Well, I had smoke right. in my eyes, so you really couldn't tell. <laughs> right. Uh, that's man. a moving moment, though. <laughs> Daddy showed me how to work the Rick and Bubba Spencer. What's better than that? Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go with the vote. So we're down to what, Speedy? Uh, we've got. It's, well, it's a it's a playoff between two. Friday uh, or Friday, Daddy has four. Or five, I'm sorry. Friday has five, and Hobie one, Frynobi has four. Okay. So just one apart there. Now, if the staff just went crazy, Free State of Hobie does have two. Okay. Uh, and has a chance, but the others have none. The real uh, Nakahobie and real McCoy have, have no. Well, in a place no. of honor, since he's leaving us tomorrow with a master's degree, Stretch, we're going we're gonna to give you the first vote. All right. Uh, he's coming in, right? All right, Stretch, coming, you, coming you, in hot, you get the first vote. This is incredible. This is the greatest day of my life. Um, oh. <laughs> 
Hobie won Frynobi. Hobie won. He's the greatest nickname I've ever heard in my life. So you so love that one. He's a, I just he's a hear Star you have Wars to say guy. that at the beginning of every single hour. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> you may almost. You, you know what you may say. I think I'll stay longer. I want to hear Rick try to struggle with you. <laughs> well, that's what the tune-in app is for there in Texas. So you're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. All right, so vote on your last day. Good how now. do you say it again? Hobie won. Hobie won Frynobi. Yeah. Hobie won Frynobi. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Tough one. Hobie right won Frynobi. Okay. All right. So now we start uh, with Adler. Adler, what's your vote? I gotta agree, Hobie won Frynobi. All right, Hamzy, Hobie won Frynobi. Gregory, I'm going Friday just to be different. Ooh, I'm different. Okay, Speedy, I'm gonna go Hobie won Frynobi. Is that it? Does that do it? Uh, no, no, if y'all two went Friday, it would it would tie. Well, what, what's give me the totals? What are they? Uh, we've got Hobie won Frynobi. Just easier to say for me. Yeah. Hobie won Frynobi has eight, so you can't say and then Friday has six. Hobie, <laughs> oh, oh. So so if I voted for real Nakahobi, which is one I helped craft to begin with, I kind of lock it in. That's it then, right? Yeah, then, then, then Fry, wins. Frynobi wins. Yeah. I guess I'm going to vote for the real Nakahobi. All right, that's it. That's it. Vote so with your heart, is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, I, that's, you know, I helped put it together. I felt, yeah, yeah, I felt responsible for it. Yeah. There you I go. hated to throw it out there and then me not want to vote for yeah. it. Well, you don't even pay attention. Even though I liked the other one, uh, very much. I mean, either one of them's good. Luke. All right, so. Hobie Frynobi. No, that that's not it. Hobie won Frynobi. Hobie won Frynobi. One, like one. one. I think it's mm-hmm. W-A-N. I'm Hobie going with Frynobi. Hobie won Frynobi? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's correct? Yeah. If you're well, going with the Star Wars. You don't know. You're not a Star Wars. You're not a Star Wars person. You don't even know. Nobody knows. Hobie won Frynobi. You say it pretty much so. There it is. All right, come here, Stretch. Tell us how to say it, because Speedy doesn't watch Star Wars. Okay. And I don't either. The real the the character is Obi Wan Kenobi and it's W A N O B I W A N so it's Hobie W A N Hobie Wan okay. Fry Nobi. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Buddy. He's it. really I'm into this. Trying to really break it down for you. You got it. No, I got it. <laughs> Obi Wan. You can tell he's, he's about right, so, so I've been saying one, he's not a, not one. So yeah. have I been saying it wrong the no. whole time? Yes, you, you have. You pronounce it. You're the same saying it right. Yeah, it's just spell. It just looks funny. Okay. Stretch. When you're on me, I just want to make sure. No, one and one are not the same. Right, but if you run through it, nobody can really tell. The way I talk, it's the same word. So you want to take the emails from all the Trekkies? I mean, not Trekkies. What are the Star Wars people called? You just called them Trekkies. Obi Wan Kenobi. I mean, I mean, I'm like, what are they? That's what they what's call. Their Get back called? over here. What's their group called? I don't know. What's the Star Wars fanatics called? Y'all don't have a group name. I got a name. So I'm offended Star Wars nerds. Today. Star Wars nerds. Oh, I, I'm not gonna sit here and take. <laughs> I said what I said. Look, Speedy, this is what this is what my life will be like if I don't say it the way that, that the character is. And say new email. Get new email. <laughs> uh, it's one W A N one. Rick, you're saying one. It's one. So I'm, I can't live like. Yeah. That. But to help you, we haven't gotten one email saying we pronounced it pronouncing yeah, it wrong up to now. That's just because yeah. they hadn't had time to see. They don't. They were real. Opalaka, Opalaka, all over. It, 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 what, yes. Yeah. It, it, it's not real to them yet. They're so. still out on it's the Death Star. They hadn't heard it yet. Once they got their way, practice it. By golly, it's going to be pronounced right. I need bad music and coming out of break. Oh, I got this. When when Stretch is done here, is he going to continue? that show he used to have on PBS when he would paint. <laughs> oh, it's good. That is so good. I'll be one. I'll never, I'll never forget. I, I, I can't Bob take credit for it. I, I will never forget it. the day he showed me how to do leaves on a tree with a sponge. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'd take a sponge and, and do just magic. Now, here, let me try it, Speedy. You want me to try it? I do. Uh, here we go. Four minutes to the top. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Intern ob one Look right there. Missed it already. Hobie look. won. Start over. Fry Nobi. Yeah, look, look right there. Obi won. Fry Nobi. Hobie. 
It sounds like you're saying Obi. Obi won Fry Nobi. Obi won Fry Let's just default to Fry Daddy. I got it right here. Our Fry Nobi. All right, three minutes to the top of the hour. 866. We be big as our number. Obi won Fry Nobi on the phone. There you go. There you go, Ring. Thing, thing. I and I, I know I feel sorry for you. You've got to go back and explain right. things, yeah. and then there's Hobie and who's Hobie? Well, it's Hobie, yeah. and yeah. you got to explain it all. But yeah. hopefully well, you can do that. It. So welcome to the team, there, Hobie One Franobi. Glad there to be here. Go. There it is. Uh, as we get ready to break, don't forget about Therabreath. Uh, I know that uh, one thing that we can't have here, and I'm gonna tell you this, uh, new intern. Uh, I've got lozenges in my office, and if you need them, they're there. So, uh, because the, it, it goes after the things that actually cause bad breath. So many other products just simply mask it for a little while, and they're full of sugar and all that. This does not do that. You've got the mouthwash. You've got the toothpaste. You've got the lozenges. And then they have other things for dry mouth and other items and gums and all that. If you want to see them all, go to therabreath.com, uh, and you can also find them at over 100 different retailers. Uh, that includes the biggies, Walmart, CVS, Target, Publix, Kroger, Winn-Dixie, and more. And you can also find a link by going to rickandbubba.com, and you'll find it there under the sponsors button. Rick, we're getting hit with email. Star Wars people call themselves, I think it's Warries. I'm sorry? <laughs> Greg's got a name for them. Well, I'll Greg, keep that to yourself. <laughs> Warries. W-A-R-R-I-E-S. Never heard that before in my life. No, me neither. Okay. Warries? Mm-hmm. Does that mean people steal your lunch money? What's that mean? Warries? Yeah, I guess Star Wars, Warries, I guess. We've I don't, heard, I don't know. Not legit. I've never heard that. It's not I don't legit. know. I've just, we've got an email on it, and that's why. We've I'm, all heard Trekkies, but I've never heard anything Star, tied Star to Star Wars. Wars. Now I'm thinking to myself, maybe yeah. I thought people were Auburn fans, and they were really Star Trek fans. <laughs> <laughs> Warries? Uh, Maurice, okay. okay. Tribute to Pat Dunn. Why do I feel like we're going to get more email saying that's incorrect? Well, and then this take is it up with email. I I'm think mine's dead on. <laughs> I do like yours. Stuff. <laughs> I got to warn everybody this one here finishing out today is in danger. I know it. I don't know what happened. I don't know whether it's it stretches last day tomorrow or Greg's the way he's acting. I, 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 it's, it's got to give him a edge on it. Welcome to Rick and Bubba University. Intern Hobie Juan Frynobi. Welcome, buddy. Start your degree in common sense. You'll need it out there. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, y'all. It's Misty May, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Elmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, all here, ready to go for another day. Eight six six, we be big as a number. An unnamed intern is helping out today, but sitting down for his first time with his new name, uh, Hobie Juan Fry Kenobi. Fry, Fry what? Hobie what? Hobie Juan Fry Nobi. Hobie Juan Fry Nobi. Should have gone with Fry Daddy Greg. You're right. Uh, so. Um, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, and also, uh, we've got our Stretch Armstrong and his master's degree almost done. He'll finish up tomorrow. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us for another a broadcast hour. And, Bubba, this hour we owe you uh, a little bit of a celebration. Uh, Helmsy, I know you're keeper of all uh, days. And I know, I know nobody, huh. And we all lost interest in it. But today we're interested again because it involves a 
part of the show. Well, I believe it's National Bubba Day. National Bubba Day. Yep. The, what's the definition? That, you don't know if they describe yeah, what it yeah, means. I don't know. Yeah, I had it up. Who, this who is brought National, this forward? National Bubba Day is held on January June 2nd each year, recognizing all those we lovingly call Bubba in our lives. There Your name you may come from the way back when you were, you know, a child. Somebody shortened it or, or you know, the yeah. name or My whatever. Bubba. But most are affectionately nicknamed Bubba. Because they're close family friend or something like that. A term Just of a endearment. good old boy. A term of endearment. I, I, I think most of the time it came from short shortening of the word brother for little kids. Yeah, little kids call yeah. him Bubba. Oh, yeah, sure. So they called him a Bubba. Oh, here's my little baby Bubba. <laughs> here's the Second question. day of Pride Month. Here's the, here's the big question. Does a cake come with that? <laughs> yes. It, uh, doggone with you. Know. Greg, oh, you just man. slipped that in and I, I heard yeah, you. I was just getting it. And I ignored it. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, if you we think we should have had a cake from Edgar's today. For Bubba Day? Yeah. Well, you're right. It's just a small There's one. There's nothing more Bubba than a strawberry because right, so he loves little, little it. Bubba also today, this is what I can't stand See, about this two, they, they won't, We don't care. National Gun Violence Awareness Day. National Leave the Stop. Office Early Day. Stop. Right, Rick, How in on. the world, as if what you said isn't bad enough, <laughs> is what you said isn't bad enough, okay? <laughs> How in the world can we lump people that everybody knows named Bubba and tie that to anything negative about firearms. I know it. I mean, everybody you know named Bubba is heavily armed, legally, and ready to go. You know, honey. Well, is Rick calling firearm safety negative? Yeah. Well, for, for a Bubba, What, what yeah, was the name of it? How about this? So here, yep. Well, yep. They don't need a course. It, it needs to be on a different day. I'll give you that. I'm all about firearm safety, but I'm not about it on National Bubba Day. Uh, okay. So and what, I'm certainly not about, you know, Say, Bubba Day out there with say all the, the name again it's, of it. What was it? So you got National Bubba Day, National Gun Violence Awareness Day, and National Leave the Office Early Day. That's June. That'd be <laughs> June. Right, right. Well, uh, that's not bad to have overlapping. The, yeah. You know, that being on Bubba Day is pretty much yeah. Well, no, that's kind of pretty no standard. Bubba with the with the burden of of, of, of firearm safety. I agree. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Most Bubbas is, I know are very safe. It really wasn't safety. But you're firearm violence. Oh, it's awareness of. Come on, now it's even worse. I know. But there's two there's two things in there that that he'll like. It's Rocky Road Day. He loves ice cream. Rocky Road ice cream. And then Rotisserie Chicken Day. He loves chicken. Yeah. Do you like rotisserie chicken? <laughs> I like Guys, I don't know I'm what like this Greg, means. I like all chicken. I love rotisserie chicken. I don't know what this means, so I'm a, but I'm going to throw it out there because it's in the list. I question how long it's been sitting out there, though. Uh-huh. This is right under <laughs> the National Rocky Road Ice Cream Day. Ooh. There is also a Yale fudge at the Cobras in North America Day. What I don't I read it word for word. See, I don't that, know that, what that, that ruins. Yeah, all what, these what are you days. saying? I, I don't even mean? follow that. What Yale that fudge mean? at the Cobras in North America Day. That's what it says. Yell fudge. There's one, two, three, four, five, six things happening today. That's one of them. Yell fudge. Yes. Hmm. And it actually says, like, I'm not changing the word. It it says that. Like, fudge you eat. So I'm to yell it at a cobra? Yes, in North America. Yell fudge. It's the day. You guys, we got to tell Somebody's got to tell us what that means. There it is. got silly. Thank you, Adler. Stretch. Thank you. They got silly. They thought I was going nuts. So where do we, we don't have, have cobras in North America? In captivity, do they mm. mean? At zoos or these weird exotic animals? That's all it says. All it says. It's right under Rocky Road yeah, ice cream know. day. That sounds like a good way to get bit. Locals <laughs> several times during the day yell fudge. You know how much cobras hate fudge. What in the world is that? See, that's when we're trying to be cute. Now we've just we've lost our way. What in the world? We're funny. Now there's another one listed on here that I, I don't really want to say. Um well, but there is another then. one. I'm just going to leave that one. Let that Ooh. one go. 
I'll say it. It's, it's no, listed. No. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what it means. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah you better be careful. Heck, you be you didn't know what yell fudge day means. Yeah, but uh, yeah, see, here, true. I'll highlight you it for speed. Careful. You tell me if I should say it or not. Oh wow! I, I would say yeah. if you, I would say if you have to question, probably not. yeah, probably yeah. Not. We don't want we don't want to say that. Yeah. Which means you need to pot your brothers. Oh wow! Down. Here it comes. Yeah. See, I don't know what that even means. I thought every hey, day here was we go. Their day. Uh, here it goes. Yeah, here it goes. I mean, they don't get a day off. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here That's we go. an international too. That's just not national. Yeah. Wow. So we have international days and then national days. Yeah. And probably state days so, thrown into don't. We? Uh. Well. But this does. Yes. But this one doesn't have that. It's you know just what? says international and national. There's this e- international's a doozy. There's even there's even city days thrown in because we've been fortunate enough. The shows had cities declare it. Rick and Bubba. Yeah, day. I've mm-hmm. seen some yeah. of the declarations. We've seen home. those declarations, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Hadn't happened in a long, long time. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been. <laughs> <laughs> At least thirteen years. Well, you know why? The resume was short then. Now it's gotten so long. <laughs> yeah. This is also uh, if you want to raise awareness uh, for the week, Black Single Parents Week. I'm I just reading word for word again. Hemp History Week. So if you want to learn about hemp, ah. it is the Hemp History Week. Jenkins fired up about that. <laughs> and National CPR and AED Awareness Week. I think in honor of that, Speedy's got it needs to teach everybody CPR. Yep. Mm, I'm on it. Because you're that guy. Well, Would you rather have a week or a day? Oh, a week, of course. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take a month. If I can have anything I want, <laughs> huh? But is it does it get watered down because it's over a long period of time? Oh as opposed no, no. To I want to have one of those kind where, like, if you but if I see you out my ribbon on, everybody hates you. Oh, yeah. You ain't got the Rick ribbon. We're gonna dress the NFL, my colors, everything. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna illuminate the White House. We're gonna do it all. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have a big month. <laughs> so, what is your color? Uh, that's a great point. You know, I love the color blue. I always have. I like different That's shades of blue. That's my favorite color, Rick. I like blue. different shades of, yeah, I of blue. Like blue. I like I mean, blue's, I know that sounds so typical. I know. Because who to... can be anti-blue? Uh-huh. Are there people that don't like the color blue? Yeah, I think so. I'm not big on green. Mm. Not a big green guy either. I mean, there's certain shades of it. I don't like either. green by itself. I like green alongside things. Like, I like I like the Green Bay Packers uniform. Yeah. You know, but I, I wouldn't want it just to be green. If you're just green and white, I don't like it. You throw, you throw that yellow throw gold. Throw the gold or yep. yellow in there. It, it yeah. picks it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yellow has grown on me a lot. Oh, here we go with yellow it, and gold. And orange. And yeah. Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> yellow is, is a big go. Here we go. And it's all yellow. <laughs> it's, a, it's a happy little color. It is. It mm-hmm. is. I like my DeWalt tools, you know. Yeah. Yeah. See them. Yeah. Okay. Find them. Mm-hmm. Where are you on orange? I, I can deal with orange. Mm-hmm. Orange or red? Lot, Which one do you like better? Orange or red? Red. Ooh. Probably red. I have a love hate deal with red. I, I can't too. figure it out. Probably red. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Red, red. Well, the thing, orange has such a range, as yeah, we've talked yeah. about. You go from Clemson to Tennessee, I guess. Yeah. Right? Oh, and that's boy. a that's, a that's wide almost range. over into yellow. It is. It's a very wide range. <laughs> <laughs> it's walking right by. It is. Where you at on purple? Range. Purple? I had a purple run. I've cooled on purple. <laughs> okay. I like I, I used to be all into purple. Yeah. Okay. And, and I kind of cooled on it. I like purple. I was a big Prince fan. Mm-hmm. It was a. You like purple? Food? I do. I do. Yeah, I was. It's a nice relaxing color. Purple passion. It's like I've cooled on it. It's like I yeah. cooled on it. Yeah. Anytime I've got lights, you can change your color on. I'll go purple with them sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you though, good old royal blue is hard to beat. It is. What about doo doo brown? <laughs> I do not like doo doo brown. <laughs> Here he goes. I don't like it either. Unless you put it with yellow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, or orange like Cleveland. <laughs> right. We'll be back. Brown and yellow is good color. Gotta kill a fella. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
20 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big. We'll get to some phone calls before the hour is done. Once we work through a couple of stories. And uh, Bubba, for National Bubba Day and your favorite color, I found a song for you here. <laughs> look at the stars, look how they shine for you. And everything you do. Sing it, Bubba. Yeah, they were all so uh, as uh, we make our way back, Relief Factor and the Rick and Bubba Show teaming up together. I already had my first dose today. Man, this stuff is great. It's all natural, four botanicals. You can take it every day uh, to help your body's natural reaction uh, to inflammation. The, the, the inflammatory response that your Bible's designed to do, I mean, your, your body uh, is designed to do. Now, if you take it, know that you don't have any of the issues of the over-the-counter pain meds. They're not, not designed to be used every day or... You get into prescriptions, and, man, you can have problems with the opioids and all all that. But we've had a number of people who've sent us all sorts of really good emails about it. Becky out of Missouri says, I had experienced chronic pain in my lower back for 20 years. I struggled to climb stairs, could not even stand for long periods of time, could not turn over in, in bed, or if I was going to sleep through the night, that was an issue. I had been so uh, affected by this that my my husband and my, my family and my friends, our relationships were affected. I've been to doctors, chiropractors, massage therapists, tried to control through diet, even light exercise, called spasms, and then I went to Relief Factor. I heard you guys talking about it. I'd never purchased something like this before, but in desperation, I went to the site, and I found the link, and I ordered it. And after this product, uh, after two weeks taking it as directed, my life has been changed for the better. Almost seven weeks later, although my pain's not completely gone, I have my life back in so many ways because my movements are more fluid. And throughout most of the day, I have little to no discomfort. I'm 50 years old. Uh, I once felt like I was at 80. Now I'm back feeling like I'm much younger again, thanks to Relief Factor. Well, I'm glad that worked out, Becky. Uh, find uh, how to get your three-week supply for 19.95 to see if it works for you at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Um, all right, so we have a couple of stories to hit here. One, Bubba, do you think ever could anybody talk you into hiking the 2,200-mile footpath called the Appalachian Trail? No, probably not. Um, I don't even know if I'd want to ride a four-wheeler that far, Rick. But yep. um, That's a I, long I, way. I know some people who have actually done it, though. The whole and, thing? And, you know, yeah, we had wow. um, yeah. you know, we had a guy come in our, our studio audience that was going to do it, and I've been watching his post. He got shut down. I think the coronavirus thing shut down. No, you're right. Down. I remember that, yeah. Uh, but uh, he was doing that, and he's done several other things. So he's he's big on getting out there taking pictures and doing that and it's it's kind of cool to follow that yeah i don't know how i don't know how these things are received in in the different beer communities out there because i'm no longer in the beer community but uh i know these micro breweries i I know just hearing people discuss are are a big deal now Mm -hmm. and there's a virginia brewery that is offering somebody twenty thousand dollars if they'll hike the trail document their travels and then have them throw in some parties along the way uh, and they'll even provide all the gear that you need. Plus, and, and then you get the twenty grand as well. And you know what the name of the beer is, Bubba? I'm not sure about this. Devil's Backbone. Mm. Devil's Backbone. <laughs> I don't know of all the beer names. <laughs> I mean, what in the world? I don't know if I want to be hiking you know, that trail. That sounds like one of those hot sauces you say. <laughs> it, I, I get it. But it I, that really makes does. Sense, it, re- it really does. I wonder what law, you know other names they they voted against. Yeah. What finished? What finished second on that list? Somebody says, "I tell you what, we're, we've developed a little mm-hmm. a beer here in our Virginia brewery. Uh, what are y'all mm-hmm. thinking? Something we could market? 
Uh, yeah, in the back. How do you think about Devil's Backbone? <laughs> why, why would the, mm. How many people do you take away from your brand with just that one name? I know. Yeah, I, I, I hate to have that logo up everywhere, you know? Well, you certainly wouldn't get a Baptist to drink that even secretly. I know. No, it. No, I know. Not yeah, Devil's it, Backbone. Yeah. So, yeah, a beer mm. named Devil's Backbone. So if you – So they're going to – So is it – Meet you on the trail. Yep. And you're going to set up, like, these little events for other people coming through. Right. You throw parties – Like at, a hospitality then, tent. While you all knock back the Devil's Backbone. I wonder if i got to clean up. And, and not surely they clean up if for they you. clean up that's a pretty good game and then except you, the fact you gotta so, walk a million miles yeah you gotta walk 2200 miles yeah, and and good. they'll give you all the gear you need as well so basically you're walking that for 20,000 <laughs> right so in virginia and they've got the stop and drink beer there buddy. yeah the right. devil's backbone <laughs> the <state>. devil's backbone <laughs> So it's a state forest, the Devil's Backbone State Forest and Devil's Backbone Wilderness. So maybe oh, so it's a tie into that. Okay, that helps. I'm still not naming my new beer. I'm putting out Devil's Backbone. It does make sense now. Do they? Is that what they've nicknamed the top of the ridge of the mountain or something? It's so hard to get there. That's why they call it that. I just googled it and it looks like it's a big deal in Virginia. So I'm assuming that that's close to that area. Okay, this beer is catered towards the still would name it. Look, we solved another mystery. Did you say a beer catered to hikers? Does yeah, that even go together? It really. <laughs> I mean, but I, I guess you're right. Some people need motivation to hike. Greg, I don't know if you know Did this. They've got two others coming out. Because you know, they like put out different stuff. One's called the Devil's Grip. The other, the Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's just a joke. I, I know. I know. Devil's that, Grip, the Iron Fist. <laughs> I love it. I know the name of this is probably, head. you know, it's meant to be how hard it is to get there or something. I got but you. I don't know if I want to camp on something called no, the Devil's yeah. Backbone. I'll try to avoid no, I'm not camping I don't want to the Devil's over. anything. You know, I, I stay clear it. of that. Huh? Yeah. Right. Oh, gracious. How Devil's hair name is not something you want. Oh, really? Give it to us. Mm. What'd you say? He figured the, the out. Name, the name of how the Devil's Backbone got its name. What's that? Were you scared? Read a little bit. I don't want to. Is I don't it, want to read it. Greg, you know, you know better than anybody. You don't, I don't. The, oh, do is, it, is it going down that lane? Are we going down Hank? Is it going down Hank Trail? Us a, we got us. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, guys. I, I'm just doing a quick search. Well, it says why? Look. Why is it called Devil's Backbone? And it has to do with a doctor of an orphanage. And, oh, and I'm gonna stop easy. right there. That's what it says. What, now I don't that, know. That, that's ridiculous. I thought there was a Where is this mountain range at? I want to stay clear of it. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. I ain't drinking the devil's it's backbone. In, <laughs> it's in uh, Shenandoah County, Virginia, is Devil's Backbone State Forest. Also, I want to go to the mountain. It's called an Angel's Whisper or something like that. Guys, I, I, I went up that ridge Angel's overlooking whisper. the Shenandoah Valley. I was over the devil's backbone. <laughs> A mountain in the Catskill it. Mountains, Devil Backbone State Forest. I've now, been through there. Now, when we went in hunting Shenandoah in Texas, Valley. we were looking for the devil's horse in yes, the devil's we garage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Oh, I laughed so hard. I don't know. It wasn't even funny. Right. I'm still laughing about it. Honestly, I don't know why it was so funny. Honestly, not trying to tie these two things together, but mm-hmm. we do have this. There's also a plant called the Devil's Backbone, by the way. A plant? Yeah. I thought that was a devil's lettuce. I'm looking at Well, yeah. uh, there is the Devil's Backbone. Oh, boy, I bet uh, that's true. It tells you how long it lives and when you should water it. Really? Yeah. Remind me in the break to tell you something I saw. No, no way. Devil's grip the iron fist. It was, it was, it was, it was not a good. It was not a good moment. It was, and you know, it, there's been so I many. I want to hear. Well, there's so many things that make you head, tilt your head. You know, mm-hmm. nowadays you're just kind of looking and going, I'm not sure what I'm watching here, and what I'm hearing as well. Wow. Uh, but anyway, um, we have this <laughs> former Antifa member uh, that is trying to let the the world know <laughs> that 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 Antifa uh, is is not. Uh, what sometimes they appear to be, and they are recruiting people 
right under the very nose of the U.S. government. And, uh, Bubba, you were telling me about this. Uh, yeah, they had a former member on, uh, Laura Ingram, last night, and uh, they were talking about the group claims to be anti-fascist, and we kind of yeah. covered where all that falls on the on the political chart the other day. But uh, but but they were saying it's a false narrative completely. Um, uh, he told the Laura that that uh, they were he was a member in 2011 and recalls it as the most violent group he had ever experienced. Um, and the fact that this group is allowed on college campuses to recruit right under the noses of the presidents and the administrators, uh, he's saying needs to be corrected. Yep. Um, he said they can they recruit right out openly in broad daylight, and they're uh, he's saying they're just a very bad group, which you know we we seem to see some of that now. Yep. Um, he said we don't allow ISIS to recruit on college campuses, and we shouldn't allow Antifa to do the same either. Yeah, he said they're nothing but a vessel for a far left political activism, right. and oh, uh, yeah. and they and it's uh, they're trying to hide, pretending as you said, Bubba, to be something else. And, uh, well, he, he said that they, they claim they're fighting fascism, but they define fascism as basically anything that does not conform with their radical leftist agenda. Yeah, correct. So anybody who's not in line with them, they consider fascist. And he said they're all about destruction and right. and discontent and chaos. And uh, you and we said, uh, Hamsley said they had some footage of them paying people to tear things up. Wow. So, Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All ten lines are available. Hobie one, Fry. Hobie one, Fry Noby. There it is. He's ready to go. Taking your phone calls. He's got an unnamed intern to Stretch Armstrong helping out. So there's room for you if you want to get in right now. And uh, we'll chat with you about whatever is on your mind. Don't forget uh, to go to rickandbubba.com, the contest button, and vote for Fix Mama's Mouth. The three finalists are there and are ready for your vote. Uh, Now we're setting this up full-blown phone troll. That means at the end of 30 seconds... The buzzer gets you, and we get to the next caller, unless Hamzy or Bubba call a timeout for you. But they only have one apiece. The beautiful thing about the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport is it has got 10 smoking lines, so it's easier to get in. We get a bigger sample of people, and then with the phone trail, we row through it quicker. So even when you get in line, we kind of row through that line at rapid pace. So at the end of 30 seconds here, uh, and then we'll get to the next caller as quick as we possibly can. Chris is at Lake Martin, and he'll get us started. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Chris, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Morning, y'all. How y'all doing? Good, 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 good. Mm -hmm. I got this for Hams. I heard him in the kickoff hour talking about trying to teach his kids how to use a bait caster. Yep, yep. And uh, what I found out that helped me is the uh, is the tension knob on the side. Yep. If you'll re- oh, yeah. get it tight yeah. and release it when it hits yeah. the ground, yeah. you want to set it to where it won't spin anymore. Yeah. And that's what helped me learning yeah. how to use the bait caster good. Yeah. yeah you're, the point no, you no just doubt. made is life changing. A lot of people don't know that's on there too, and it's just an easy little dial you turn. Before I figured yeah. that out, boy, man. I had a few nests no. there I had to undo. Oh, you know what you, else? You know too, my thumb is not fat. It's kind of long, and and it it you don't. It's hard for me to stop it like I want to. Somebody, uh, I saw this on Instagram. I think uh, said, "Here's another tip," and I thought this was excellent. Taking you throw it out, 
okay, the way you would throw as far as you could throw it, and then put a piece of tape right there, and then allow that way. Then when the kid does it, it'll never come out as far, no further than that. What you just thrown because a piece of tape. Well, the there. thing he just I've told never heard you, of that. The thing he just told you does the same thing. No, I know. I, yeah. I, I look. I run mine up now to five or six. I had, yeah, I, I don't run it down there to the bottom. I don't know yeah. if I ever had no, mine me adjusted right. Yeah. Well, once I got it adjusted right, because before I became so frustrated with them, because if you're just off just a little I bit, know, oh, I, know. I became so frustrated with them, I went all the way back to the open face. Yeah. Because I was just yeah. so tired of it. Yeah, I could deal with the open face easier because I could change yeah. the reel too if I had a problem yeah. with it, and right. I just really always stayed with it. But it. You know, it's nice to be able to control the how far. I <laughs> well, they're, they're if also, I'm running mine at three or four, I'm getting dangerous. Right? You know what me, I mean? Me too. I mean, how, of course, you know how far am I having? What I want to throw it down the road? Yeah, well, that's the point. <laughs> right, I don't yeah. get that either. But the but. bait caster is a better setup, especially if you get into a big fish. Yeah. But it's it that it was so tedious that I went away from them completely. Yeah. I've just now returned yeah. because I was throwing one that Gary had, and I said, "Now, Gary, I'm not having a problem with this one at all." How did you set this up? And he showed me, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that changes everything. Yeah. All right, we continue. Uh, Tommy and Hoover uh, listening to 1047 WZZK. Tommy, go ahead. Green Acres, fellas. Thanks for the call. Go ahead. I think that if we turned over the cops that did all this mess and said, here, do what you want to do to them, even if you want to do what they did to George Floyd. I don't think they'd still stop. I think anarchy would just keep on going. Well, it's according to what you're talking about, the protesters versus the anarchists versus the looters. I mean, you got three You got three, and maybe even a hybrid in there somewhere. I think the people who uh, are protesting are trying their best to make a point, uh, but once these others have become mixed in, I, don't, I, I, I think the other groups are going to continue as long as there's opportunity, to your okay. point. Yeah. I, I don't think anything's going to stop them. Other than an overwhelming force, which which we don't seem to be willing to do right now, and and uh, and I know why, and I get it because we don't want anything bad to happen to the peaceful protesters. I certainly understand how tedious that can be, but we're just about gonna have to. It's kind of like you know, and and I know this is gonna because I, I, I you have to be careful with this, and I totally acknowledge, and you've heard us say this over and over again. We have a First Amendment right to. Really, we shouldn't have one church in this country closed, not one, okay, based on the Constitution. Everybody should be going to church if they want to go. Period. But you saw the ruling over the weekend. We really didn't get into that, did Yeah, we? John Roberts, you know, turned yeah. on us again. Undoubtedly, mm-hmm. he just hates the Constitution. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why <clears throat> this guy was a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, that so was, many of them are. That, that was yeah. put in by George W. Bush. Uh, he's not a conservative. We know that. And he's certainly not a constitutionalist. But anyway. But what what did we say to the church during COVID nineteen? I'm sorry, this is an emergency situation. I know it may be in there, but this is an emergency situation, and we can't have y'all going out and gathering and putting people at risk. We we're, we're taking that we're shutting it down because you don't get to do it, and we just took it. Well, couldn't you right now say I'm sorry to the peaceful protesters? I'm sorry. You you certainly have a right for peaceful peaceful assembly. And that is a constitutional right. But we're in a emergency situation. Sound familiar, COVID-19? Yeah, yeah. We're in an emergency situation. We have people who are trying to destroy cities, destroy the economy, destroy our way of life. And the only way we can stop them is with an overwhelming force. Please get to safety. Please, we don't want anybody to get hurt unnecessarily. But we're about to turn up 
the 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 law enforcement and we're going to bring law and order to this place and for a moment some of the peaceful protesting may be limited and shut down but we got to to be able to get to these other people and all under the bringing peace and safety back to our cities okay that we may have to come to that because i don't know what you do it's kind of like what we deal with in the middle east when the people we're trying to take out or to arrest are hiding among innocent people that we don't want to hurt or take away a right from them. And uh, so that will be a, a difficult juggling act, but I think there's some ways to do it, like what the chief of police said in Detroit. But some cities have gone so far, now they're playing. Mm-hmm. They messed up from the beginning. He said from the very beginning, you, you should not have given up one building, not one. And if you would not have done that, because once you give up one, they take two. Once you give up two, they take four. Once you give up four, they take eight. Once you give up eight, they take 16. And and now at 16, you're saying, y'all stop doing this. Well, my goodness, there's 16 blazing now. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's there's a bit, we've also seen some people in law enforcement that are in charge and some mayors and governors that showed that they are inept in these type situations. And you need to remember that. There's some running themes with all these cities. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a liberal point of view that when you get to this kind of stuff, it's failure. It doesn't work. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Danny out of the great state of Kentucky. Danny, go ahead. Yes, sir. How y'all doing this morning, Rick and Bo? Doing We're great. great. Hope you're We're okay, great. man. Uh, I won't comment on all this writing stuff and how it come from a pandemic to now we got this situation. And y'all think about this real close because during the time that we was under the pandemic, the churches are closed in which when everybody understands about the churches being closed, if you was a incorporated church, which we have in the state of Kentucky, we have churches that are incorporated. They under a small business. The governor has the right to shut down, had the right to shut down small business. That's what it come under. But what I'm going to say though, that all this is we missed, Three months of churches gathering and praying because prayer is the backbone of everything, and that's where we that's where we at right now. We can't meet together to pray, but we can we can meet out there on the street as a mob to tear down and do whatever. And not you know you see where I'm going to with that? No, I do, and we've said that. I guess if we're afraid to say to the rioters and the 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 street criminals and and Tifa or, or the anarchists. If we're afraid to say to to all these people, COVID nineteen, y'all can't be out here. We did it with everything else. Go. Why did we all of a sudden decide that COVID nineteen doesn't matter anymore? Either COVID nineteen was overhyped and not as dangerous as everybody said it was. I mean, because because to this man's point, we told everybody mm-hmm. that they can't gather. So really, you could have said from the very beginning, because of COVID nineteen, people can't gather. And if you gather, you got to be this far apart. You got to do all that. Well, we haven't enforced any of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so what that also tells you is, I guess that was just a suggestion, because it certainly isn't being enforced. Uh, and if these people can gather, then everybody can be open anywhere, anytime. Well, it's got to be one to the other. Either yeah. either enforce this on the groups that are not following the guidelines, yeah. right? I mean, we were sitting here gripped in fear one time that somebody was going to see us up here at the studio. And people can do this. Yeah, uh, how many exactly. people can we have in the studio? Uh, my goodness! Uh, apparently, we can have five, six hundred, uh, and and you know, and all stand in here together. Uh, so these rules. Uh, when's the last time you heard anybody say to these groups, "Hey, this is not what we need to be doing on COVID nineteen"? No, you mentioned. No, hey, have you ever heard it? Come up. No. So I heard Funny Man say something about it. <laughs> oh. 
So when you've got a, a, a domestic terrorist group amongst innocent people and street criminals in between the two, how do you take that mob and apply the force that needs to be applied to get law and order? I wouldn't want to have uh, that. That's tough decisions to make, but they got to be made. We'll come back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Margie's bar Telling stories If we had one Someone fired The old jukebox up The song It sure was A sad one Teardrop rolled Down Bubba's nose From the pain The song was inflicting And all at once He jumped to his feet Just like somebody Kicked him Bubba shot the jukebox last night Said it played a sad song It made him cry Went to his truck and got a 45 Bubba shot the jukebox Happy Bubba night. Day to all of you all across the country uh, Nine minutes to the top of the hour Thank you for being with us today uh, things uh, we haven't cut, uh, uh, haven't touched on. Uh, listen to it yesterday, Bubba. The Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, very interesting conversation uh, yeah. with the Breakfast Club. Now this is um, uh, this is the same morning show that Joe Biden uh, made a fool of himself by saying, "If you don't vote for me or Democrat, you're not black." Yeah. Uh, so, right. well, that boy Joe. But anyway, so the Rush, Rush Limbaugh <laughs> and the Breakfast Club had a conversation, uh, and they talked about what they agreed on. I talked about maybe what uh, or the, each rush and the Breakfast Club. There seemed to be a breakdown at some point of understanding how you know Rush Limbaugh sees the world and how the Breakfast Club sees the world. And I don't know that represents every African African American or minority and 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 white people or not, or you know whether these two truly represent either point of view. But it was an interesting conversation uh and i think it was an attempt which is much needed to communicate yeah i think it was uh i think it was great on both sides just to reach out and talk a little bit and you definitely see that there's some divide on the way we look at things and uh like you said i don't know that uh, each side represents uh, a race totally in their descriptions and uh, the way they were looking at it but it was an interesting conversation well and and i think i don't and i i understand the attempt of it and i and i'm glad it happened and it's a good to have conversation, but you make a bigger point. I think that I don't like this where we're heading into this deal where, hey, I'm over in this group of people. You know, this I heard some people talking about this tribalism. I'm over here in my tribe, and you're in your tribe, and you're in your tribe, and everybody in this tribe all has the same point of view, and the other tribe has a different point of view. You know, that's something that our our founding fathers in this country has really tried to remove. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there was a time when it said, look, we're going to all be Americans first. And then whatever we have inside our cultures and our uniqueness and all that is wonderful, and it can be celebrated, but it's kind of in your own private life. There's a certain Americanism and patriotism that we're all going to try to share together. And, um, and I think that we've, we've taken human beings who are, who are incredibly complicated as made by their creator. Uh, with you know, I don't think I don't like this where we're, we we take everybody like I've said on the show before. It's like we're living in a world now that that a very complicated society with very complicated people with very unique views on many things. You know, I might feel 
you might look at me and say, I'll tell you what, based on you and your skin color and where you come from, you believe this, 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 and this, this, and this. No, that's no. I, I, I'm actually bothered you even say that. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Uh, that, that to me, it's like a soap opera. In, in our soap opera, you know, one of the things we don't like is for what we, when we look at soap operas or we look at, uh, you know, shows that come on, what is it called, sitcoms, sitcoms yeah. and you see sitcoms, and what do you say? Well, these are exaggerated people acting about right. exaggerated yes. versions of different parts of culture. Well, that's not who we really are. I mean, that, that, that can have a comedic effect and at times have a disrespectful effect, but I don't take it too serious because I think it's funny. But, but I think we're really more complicated and we're almost like giving in to saying, okay, we're all willing to be stereotyped. And the fact that we're all stereotyped, there's certain things that, 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 that you believe about me the minute that you see me or hear me, like we talked about before. Uh, I know why some of these stereotypes take place because all stereotypes have a little bit of truth to them. But I frankly, I, I'm offended by the fact that I'm going to be put in any corner or any stereotype and say, I'm sorry, that's who you are. I think that's disrespectful for any person of any race or any ethnicity. And, uh, you know, so I understand. But, you know, Rush Limbaugh does not speak for me. And I don't think that every African-American out there thinks that Charlemagne the God in the Breakfast Club speaks for them. I think we all as individuals can think for ourselves. Exactly. But I still think it was a good conversation. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting conversation but don't be, don't, on how. don't let that happen. Let's, let's not let that happen to, our, to, to ourselves. On, we pulled, on how, yeah. how some things are viewed very very differently from and and this was uh you know this was kind of this was kind of uh framed as uh, the the biggest and most polarized voices in our country and uh to hear them get together and you know things obviously agreed on about uh, uh George Floyd's death and how they they both think it was you know murder well, yeah, well, well, if you don't, should be yeah. prosecuted and all that i mean there was some common ground there and then you get into some of these other underlying problems, which uh, it was not totally in agreement. But it, again, it was an interesting conversation. I think for everybody to hear. I know Rush had said on his show that you know because he he has to use a the uh, what's the cochlear, cochlear implant. implant. Yeah, because uh, he's you know, deaf. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's hard for him to hear when you have more than one person talking, and he already has a problem. So you know, I could tell there was some of that a little bit. Uh, too, but interesting conversation, good starting point, and uh, uh, maybe they will do it again. Yeah, I think there was an attempt by you know their show and Rush, the host of his show, to really try to have a conversation. And then there were a few times that you know you could tell communication had stopped and it became more of monologues or, or things I want to say that I want to get out there. Uh, but I think sometimes. You know, one thing you saw just because you assume right. that somebody understands where you're coming from. That, that may be a bad assumption. Right. And I would say that about any point of view. And I'll tell you, part of the reason why is we're in a society now that can't communicate a point of view very well. i tell you what people don't like if you do any follow-up critical questions. So what do you mean by that? Yeah. <laughs> Explain that to me. Well, I've just used a real broad phrase, Rick. Well, I know. I'd, I'd like to understand it. Could you, could you lay that out for me? What do you mean by that? You know, and you've got to stop with this. Okay, when you say stop with that, yeah. like tell me what that looks like. We're not we're not problem solvers anymore. Uh, all we do is point at problems and talk around problems. We've lost the ability, as I said the other day, to to lay out a clear narrative that you can understand, then give facts to support and verify my narrative, and then point to what a solution of my narrative, if it's negative or a problem, what would solve that problem, or would take some steps. It's it's almost like I'm not sure that we really want problem solved anymore. 
Because what we allowed, we allowed it to be mod in vogue to be a victim yeah. or to be offended and to be bothered and to be angry and to feel mistreated. You know, there was a time when you were raised up by our parents that you tried to avoid being in that position. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you did that by maximizing your potential through maximum liberty and opportunity. And if your opportunities out of your neighborhood were a little tougher than the people across the street, uh, you didn't, you didn't, you just, you got out there and you made it happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've kind of, you know, by the way, I'd like to get back to this. When, this, especially people with a biblical worldview, where, where do y'all get out, get, get this idea that suffering and difficulty should be removed from the human experience? <laughs> where, where were you promised that? Nowhere. Yeah. You're certainly not promised it in the Bible. Now, you're, you're promised it, it all getting resolved in the end, uh, but there, where, where did this come from? We're trying to create uh, a world, and by the way, we're not very good at it, that was never promised to you anyway. Anybody, any of us, Rick included, and I you know, know the, the and I know everybody, is, and I got news for you. Everybody's got stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we had that conversation the other day. Talking to a friend, having a tough time. I said, "Let me tell you. First off, don't think you're the only person that's got stuff. Everybody's got stuff. Everybody's got difficulty. There's nobody that gets through this earth with a free pass. And you need to understand that. If you got a problem, I go find somebody else got a problem worse." And then they may come to you and your problem's worse than them, and they realize, well, okay, but we all got stuff. Everybody's got stuff. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.